2: Back to the Omega Man Radio Network tonight is a live show, and it's going to be my special pleasure to have on once again Pastor John Gogan of Agape Bible Church. Many of you know Pastor Gogan, but I will tell you that uh, he knows what he's talking about when we do these deliverance shows, and we see results, folks. Praise God! Pastor John Gogan is a mighty man of God a deliverance pioneer and um, we're gonna learn something tonight as we talk about deliverance, black magic and witchcraft, how to defeat them, and we're gonna do a mass deliverance over there tonight. So without further ado, let me bring on Pastor John. There's the man. How you doing tonight, Brother Gogan?
0: Brother, it is a um, it's a real honor and a privilege once again to be uh to be co-laboring with you, and uh, I really appreciate some of the emails that I've received over the um, time that we've been together, which hasn't been a, a, you know really uh, all that great length, but God is really doing some neat things, isn't he?
2: Yes, sir, he is. Uh, we're getting some great testimonies coming in. Uh, witches are being set free. In Jesus' name, we're getting uh, pastors that uh, are going down the road, going through the deliverance. Even in the MP3 archive, and there's an anointing on, and God is setting them free. So I'm excited. Uh, it gives me a vigor to continue on. So praise God for the fruit here.
0: Brother uh, Pastor Worley always put it best. He was my um, my mentor uh, in in deliverance, and uh, it's uh, it's the order of the day. Attack, attack, attack! In fact, he has a great message uh, by that title. And, uh, you know, we're privileged through Agape Bible Bookroom and, and, uh, through, um, the, uh, bless- blessings of Hegewish to be able to, you know, sell his booklets, sell his materials, and, uh, the CDs and DVDs. So if anybody wants any of them, by all means, uh, I just encourage you to contact me at pjservant at errol.com or go to our website, agapebible.org. Um, or call us at the uh, church office number here, 716-655-5008. and we'll be delighted to send you a book list, a Bible book room book list, with all of Pastor Worley's stuff. And uh, you know, I know you've got uh, you've uh, accumulated quite a good collection there, uh, Brother Shannon. And you know, I'm just uh, I'm just amazed at, uh, at at how timely this information is. It's like uh, you know, I think Pastor Worley died. Back in '93, went to glory December of '93, and what would that be? Seventeen years ago this December.
2: Yes, sir. That's a long time ago, Pastor John.
0: Yeah, but I'm telling you, it's 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 like he preached the last weekend or the weekend before, because uh, you know, truth truth is timeless, isn't it?
2: Brother, it is. Uh, I go through some of the uh, the DVDs messages uh, that I got through your Gopi Bible Room, and folks, I'll tell you when you listen to some of these. It is as if he is reading off today's newspaper. I mean, literally, he's talking about some things, and I'm saying, wow. I mean, that's in the news right now. You know, this uh, New World Order, uh, this end-time system. And uh, he was uh, aware of this back then. And some of these that we're listening to go back to the 80s, folks. So, I mean, it is timeless, and uh, it's almost like, Brother John, we're, we're coming out of the dark ages again. And uh, there's an awakening going on of uh, deliverance. And I think that for that reason, Satan is angry. <laughs> he doesn't want the truth. And,
0: and, um, amen. And, you know, with the onslaught, I hear that, uh, brother, that there's a, a new um, movie coming out in the Harry Potter series. And, you know, these kids are flocking to it. You and I are left. A meeting together on the, uh, on the on the radio program, it had mentioned some of the movies Avatar and so forth. And thank God, you know, those who are doing binding and loosing, those who are praying, the few of the rem, you know the remnant who are staying faithful and who know how to warfare. I just read that James Cameron tried for a re-release. Did you hear about that?
2: No, sir. In fact, Brother, Pastor John, um, do you have any volume control? Can you boost your volume level at all?
0: Yeah, uh, I can uh, try to, uh, how's that, is that better? I'll try to talk louder.
2: That would be uh, good. um, Yes, sir.
0: I'm sorry. James Cameron tried to re-release it, like I think, about a week ago, and uh, the re-release was not all that favorable. And uh, the tremendous uh, truth is that, of course, through prayer, intercession, supplication, and binding and loosing, we have the opportunity to really, you know, set back the enemy. You know, brother, I kind of picture that Satan is running toward the goal, he's stripped the ball, and he's just about ready to get past the goal line, and all of a sudden we're sending angels in to totally strip the ball back, another turnover, and we're running the other way. I believe that's possible.
2: Brother, can one man or one woman really make a difference? Finding and loosing?
0: Yeah, look at the, look at the odds, look at the Old Testament where, you know, one is, one turns a thousand and another takes on ten thousand. So two people, I, I, I have a feeling, I've said this many times in my, uh, now two decades of ministry, uh, in the full gospel, that, you know, Satan is still tantruming over the Apostle Paul, over Saul of Tarsus. He's two thousand years later when he hears his name, he puts his you know hands up on his ears and he starts tantruming because of the damage that one man, who probably the second greatest Christian of all time, one man made such a difference. You know, brother, we're still reading his letters. Nobody's reading my letters five years later, ten years later, twenty years later, but we're still reading reading his letters to the churches. Of the first century. Why? Because he said, you know, I count my life not dear to me. My life means nothing. Amen. For the sake of the, of, of the gospel of, uh, of Jesus Christ. So, I, I, you know, I'm excited, brother. One can make a whole lot of difference today. Two can make even greater difference. And uh, I, you know, as you can hear my voice, I'm just uh, excited about what God's doing. Even through, You know, obviously through Omega
2: Man Radio. Pastor John, what about if you could get uh, people ignited out there to catch this vision and you had uh, 100 people or 500 people, okay, uh, dedicated prayer intercessory warriors, you know, that you could be praying in your bathroom, folks, as you're brushing your teeth or in the shower or going to work. I mean, it doesn't require you to have a full-time job at prayer, but a, a prayer has ramifications. Uh, in the spirit world, and if you could, we could get a hundred, 200, two hundred, five hundred people. Pastor John, if two will put, if one will put, uh, what a thousand apply? Two, ten thousand? Do the math. Can you,
3: <laughs> Can
2: you
0: imagine? And really, that's what this radio broadcast is all about—just getting those who are serious about their walks with the Lord and who are serious about wanting to engage the enemy at a level that most churches and most Christians run like scared rabbits from. If we can just, you know, get those, the, those people who the Holy Spirit has ordained. You know, remember Elijah. He thought he was the only one who, uh, you know... W- was left uh, uh, you know coming against uh, uh, you know wicked Ahab and wicked Jezebel and what did you know what did Yahweh what did the, what did uh, the Lord God tell them he says I have what I have how many 7000 I have who, who I've reserved who have not bowed their knees to Baal well Baal 7000 so he so it was 7001 <laughs> counting Elijah. And people, that's, I don't even know what the population of Israel was at that point, but you know, it had to be in the in at least a couple of million, uh, maybe three or four or five million. 7,000 is, is a pretty low number. So God knows. Uh, Pastor Worley used to say that you know little is much when God
2: is in it. Amen, brother? Amen, my brother. And uh, I would like you to uh, kick this program off with uh, prayer. And if you could uh, launch the spiritual uh, defense system. I call it the SDS uh, the system. <laughs> to, 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 uh, uh, I guess that dates me, Pastor John. That, was, that would come from the Star Wars defense system, Reagan's days. Remember the satellite system is supposed to shoot down the missiles? Well, we need a defense system tonight to shoot down the missiles of the witches that are tuning in right now.
0: Brother, I want to comment that most Christians are not using the weapons of their warfare, nor... Uh, you know, with the, with, you know, you talk about the unemployment rate of the, of the country and how bad our economy is doing, and maybe we can get into that sometime. Uh, with uh, you know how 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 we've treated Israel, how the yes. administration has treated Israel, and some of the ramifications of that. Uh, there's a great book we have in the book room, John McTurnan, as America has done to Israel, and as as we've uh, turned against Israel, it's amazing how we have brought judgment. Uh, the very day we do that upon ourselves. Um, we can get, maybe get into that either later in the program or on another program.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: you know, yeah, but you know, the, the, it, it doesn't take many to really use and, and employ the angels at a level that they need to be employed at. Uh, I, a lot of them are on the, on the unemployment line because nobody's using them. And we have the authority to, uh, loose angels, to send angels. Uh, if you're uncomfortable with that, you know, ask God to send them, no problem. But that's, I, I believe, and Pastor Worley taught very, uh, very seriously about the authority, the keys of the kingdom, Matthew 16:19, 19, 18, 18, binding and loosing, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And we can loose angels, so we're going to send some angels, brother, into battle to really go after the enemy, especially where he's trying to shut people down Uh, Get people immediately interested in something else, and uh, turn the Omega Man radio program off, and just uh, yeah, we've heard this before. We know it all. You know that kind of attitude. So let's let's pull our faith and go to prayer. Anyone listening, please, by all means, pull your faith with us. Father, right now as we come to you, uh, we are nothing. We are only uh, uh, two beggars telling other beggars where to find bread, and Father. Thank you that we can come to you uh, boldly, yet humbly and respectfully through the Lord Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son. And Father God and the precious Lord Jesus, we thank you both for all that you're doing in our lives. We thank you for the program. We thank you for the opportunity to set the captives free. Lord Jesus, why you came is to set us free. And we, right now, use the keys of the kingdom that you gave to every believer And uh, specifically, we've used the key of binding in that we bind the strong man over this radio program. We bind every wicked spirit who's been assigned to to hinder, to hamper, to impede, and to stop what the Holy Spirit wants accomplished this very night through this program. And uh, we also bind every wicked spirit under his command. We bind all scout spirits, runner spirits, we bind and break all the chains of command in the heavenlies, all advice, control, power, and strength from the second heavens on down through the first heavens, uh, on the earth, under the earth. And, Father, right now, as we loose myriads and myriads of warrior angels, the hornets of the Lord, the hounds of heaven, those very hornets that, uh, Lord God, you sent out in advance of the Israelites to put the fear of the Lord into The enemy. We pray that the enemy will be quaking in their uh, in their boots, so to speak, and that they will be cowering because of the angelic uh, formations that are already forming and being sent. And we just loose wave after wave of spirits of burning judgment and destruction to burn, judge, and destroy all the uh, demonic strongholds, uh, whether coming through the New World Order, coming through the Illuminati, or any other uh, similar organization that Lucifer is using and or over the current administration and uh, father we uh, uh, just break the chains of command once again and we just loose myriads and myriads and myriads of angels right now into everyone and surrounding everyone who is listening to the program and those who will be tuning in uh, perhaps uh, before the uh, program ends and we ask God the Holy Spirit to have his way in everything said, done, and thought, that the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, Father, may be magnified; that you may be glorified; that Satan and the demons may be horrified. And we just cover the equipment, uh, the broadcast, the upload, uplink, everything, with the precious blood of Jesus. And we bind the uh, spirits of voice and all spirits that would uh, cause electrical malfunctions. And uh, just thank you in advance for the the ability and the privilege and the authority to use the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
2: Amen. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Mega Man Radio Network, we've got Pastor John Gogan of Agape Bible Church. His website is agapebible.org. Uh, Pastor John, we were talking about movies a minute ago, and you're right. Uh, Avatar was released, I think, with an extra nine minutes of footage, and we started putting out the alert. By no means, you know, go and see that, folks, because... It would open you up probably for a, uh, a Hindu demon or a Kundalini demon, because that was the basis of the whole movie. But uh, if that wasn't bad enough, did you hear about that other movie called The Last Exorcism?
0: Yeah, I've, I've uh, sadly uh, heard about it, and I, I saw parts of the trailer as advertised on television. And I'm telling you, it is—it's uh, another just
2: wave of occultism being pushed. John, if that wasn't an open taunting of the deliverance ministry by the devil, uh, you know basically the um, the premise. uh, People, if you did not see the trailer, was you know a a man has been doing deliverance over the years, and he's called in to do deliverance with this uh, girl who's uh, manifesting, and he comes up against a devil that uh, he's not going to beat this time. And uh, you know what that's trying to send out is that uh, Satan is greater than Jesus Christ. It was an open mockery. Even to the you know to the point that the, you know you hear them say, you know come out in Jesus name and I said how much worse can you get and that got me so angry that's where we came up with that jingle at the beginning and you know declaring host all the I mean war and all the host of hell because uh, I'm not going to stand by and let them make a mockery of the deliverance ministry. we know that that's not the truth uh, G- greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world but I use that to illustrate the point that it's it's that bad brother. Uh, I've never seen uh, the, the filth coming out of Hollywood in all my life that I'm seeing now, and it just seems to be bombarding us all. I've talked to several uh, men and women of God this week. They've been battling depression, hostile takeovers in their ministries, uh, Jezebel spirits, discouragement. Um, I mean, literally, I've talked to probably five or six people in, in a matter of the last couple of days, and it's just uh, all-out attack. And uh, I believe that uh, the source of a lot of this are the witches and the warlocks and the covens in America uh, doing all this black magic. What's your thoughts on that? You think they've uh, targeted the church?
0: Yeah, yeah listen, uh, the, the sad thing is, is uh, the witches and the, the covens are sadly even more dedicated than the, than the, than the, than the average believer, than the average Christian. There's no fasting in the average Christian's life. Um, I praise the Lord that God put it in my heart uh, many, many years ago, I want to say about 18 years ago, uh, 19 years ago, to begin uh, fasting and praying and the men leading the way. So we started a men's prayer fasting on Saturday. We'd fast all day and then we'd meet for prayer and then break our fasts together. And then about less than a year later, we had the church, Uh, some of the gals wanted to be a part of it, so we started a Saturday of prayer and fasting, so we made that the fourth Saturday of the month, so everybody could fast. And back uh, for many years, we would meet at the church, kind of pass the prayer baton to one another. Someone would be here at 6 a.m., someone would come at 7 or 7.30 or 8, and uh, depending upon how many people we had uh, wanting to, uh, you know, take the the, the baton or didn't have to work or whatever, uh, they uh, prayed here at the church. And we did that for many, many years. Now we just kind of dedicate uh, an hour or so of prayer on the Saturdays of prayer and fasting. And then we started uh, shortly thereafter a Sunday of prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting is absolutely essential. Jesus said these come out only by prayer and fasting, implying that he was a regular faster uh, along with you know, intercessor and uh, and 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 prayer as he got along with the Father many 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 times early in the morning even before the sun came up he was committed he was dedicated and uh, he practiced what he preached and so few Christians do that these days and their lives don't have a lot of power the enemy within them whether it's uh, brother as you said depression depression as as Derek Prince admitted is a spirit it's an evil spirit. And depression, that evil spirit, will uh, work on you. He will make you, he, he'll make you feel uh, just uh, obviously downcast. He'll make you feel that life is not worth living. He'll work with suicide to try to get, talk you into just ending your life and just going to heaven or ending your life and just what's it worth and I cease to exist anyway. Feeding full of lies and deception uh the the uh, the humans as, the, as, as they say and um as they tell us and it's it just uh, again just a bunch of demons and they're empowered by the witches and the warlocks who fast
1: who wow. fast
0: themselves sometimes as long as 40 days you, you know the, the the enemy will uh come against the the pastor teachers will come against uh those who are Trying to live the Christian life, they'll come against the marriages, and hear all these curses and all these the the witchcraft that that's being empowered uh, by sacrifices. I remember, you know, I had a demon uh, say uh, many times uh, that animals have been sacrificed in order to uh, be empowered to come against me. Good grief! uh, Wow! Yeah, that's hardcore. I remember. At least uh, a number of occasions, at least once or twice, maybe even a a few more times than that. I remember hearing how uh, even some babies were sacrificed to come against me. People, this is reality. This is happening, and we have to uh, take it as as seriously, uh, you know, as a heart attack. You got to deal with it, and of course, the way you deal with it is by fighting back. And, you know, I'm reminded of the words of Jesus in Luke 10. What a tremendous verse, Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you. Uh, it's not power there. It's not dunamis. It's exousia. It's authority. Behold, I give you authority. Every believer, every genuine Christian has authority over, brother, what does it say? How much power of the enemy?
2: Over all the wiles oh, of the devil.
0: Big, big Amen. All the power of the enemy. But see, you have to believe it. You have to plug faith into that truth statement that Jesus makes there. We have authority over all the power of the enemy. And how much? Nothing shall by any means injure us. Or do us, you know, the kind of damage where, you know, we'd be killed or, or or significant damage. You know, we may have some war war wounds in the sense of uh, war scars and and some black and blue spots, but we're not. They're not going to. The devil will not be able to do, and the demons will not be able to to do what they want to do with us, which is, you know, eliminate us and 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 take us out. We have authority over all the power of the enemy, and I love. I often use uh, this illustration with the difference, or or explaining the difference between authority and power, the policeman has authority to stop a fully loaded 18-wheeler. He doesn't have the power, because that 18-wheeler fully loaded with tons of weight could easily mow down a 200-pound man. Right, brother? That's right. Easily, easily. So what does he have though? He has the badge. He has the authority. He has the state authority behind him. And the truck driver, let's be practical, the truck driver does not want to go into jail. He does not want to have a uh, commit a capital crime and therefore, you know, be in the electric chair or death by lethal injection. So he says, "Whoa, I'm stopping this thing. I've got a I've got a schedule to run, but I'm stopping. Why? Because he has the authority over me." And that's what we have. Uh, listen, I- I'm convinced that none of us even have the same power as a, I call them Gomer Pile spirits. Very simple,
3: <laughs> very
0: simple spirits, you know. Shazam! Uh, we don't we don't have equal power, any sergeant? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, no, the, the ones in the in the second heavens. You know, which could be several stories uh, uh, high in stature. Uh, Listen, we don't we don't have that kind of power. Equal power in the flesh, in and of ourselves, but in Christ Jesus, we have authority over all their power. And I'm telling you, we've had you know I've dealt with thousands of demons over the years, in people and in myself. And I'm telling you that the good news is, you know, they'll even say, you know, "You, you can't do this to us. And we'll respond back, it's too late. We're already doing it to you, dummy. We're already doing it to you. You can't do this. We're already doing it. And, uh, you know, they'll say, you know, we're too strong for you. You can't get us out. You'll never get us out. We've been in here for 200 years. We've been in the family lines for 500 years. We've been in the family lines for, for uh, 2,000 years. We've been in the, you'll never get us out. We've been working here for 46 years. We've, you know what? In five, ten minutes. The Lord Jesus frees us. The Lord Jesus frees us in five or ten. Minutes. He does. He undoes what it took them hundreds of years, and maybe even who knows, thousands of years, to do against us. And you know what? He does it in minutes. Now, I'm not saying every demon. When you get to you know some of the some of the big boys, as Pastor Worldy called them, you know they can be uh, it may take an hour or two. I was dealing uh, at with a uh, with the word faith spirit, and it took me an hour just to get him to bite the bait, just to wow. get him on the line. And then the guy finally started, you know, shaking a little bit. And I thought, hmm, I think I have a, I think I have a. It turned out to be a great white shark. You've got and, a
2: bite man, on the bobber there,
0: guys. Yeah, <laughs> this, <is> <laughs> this is fine. Five of us guys taking this thing down. Uh, in in the aisle. We worked another hour with them. Most Christians aren't going to take that kind of time. If they can't get a demon to manifest in 15, 10 minutes, uh, they give up. And that's the problem. Yes, Christians don't know their authority. They don't believe their authority. And uh, they're too wrapped up in their own agenda instead of really having a heart to see people set free, get free themselves, and then uh, see others get set free.
2: You see, Pastor John... By the way, the the it's witches too. oh go ahead brother yes sir no it's
0: a great it's a great memory verse Luke 10, uh, 19, and that you can quote listen any any of the listeners out there you can quote that verse back to the enemy when you're praying uh, for a precious brother or a precious sister in the Lord and you can or if you're being attacked at night by the way the witching hours are twelve to three and that's one of the reasons why they wake you up at two fifteen three o'clock three uh-huh. thirty. Uh, the witching hour is the 12 to 3. That's when these occultists are doing their uh, dead level best uh, to to attack us and and and, and empowering uh, the enemy to, to to literally fly out and come against us. And that's where you really have to. You know, I, I charge angels around my bed at night, and, and my family, and my church family, and our workshoppers. I charge angels around our bed to protect us, to give us a good night's rest. And of course, uh, you got to obey the scriptures. You know, don't go to bed angry, uh, unless you give the devil a foothold. Ephesians uh, four. So again, you've got to uh, be careful and 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 obey the word of God. And when you do that, and uh, you take uh, kind of cover the bases, uh, you know, you'll have a better night's sleep. Of course, you, always you got to be attacking these spirits within you. You got to get regular deliverance prayer, kind of like the, along the same lines we're going to do tonight. And of course, we're going to be doing uh, uh, explosively at the uh, conference coming up uh, the weekend of September 17th here at Agape Bible Church.
2: Yes, uh, give that date out again and um, how people can get in contact with you to come on out.
0: Yeah, again, uh, very simple. AgapeBible.org has the workshop flyer. And uh, essentially, the conference is from 7 o'clock on Friday night, so it gives you the whole day to travel on Friday. And uh, we kind of recommend to people if they can stay all day Sunday, and travel back Monday morning. If they take, can take a personal day or they can take a vacation day, uh, you know, uh, Jesus said, "Seek first the kingdom of God in your life and His righteousness." That's obedience. That's holy lifestyle, and every and th- everything will fall into place. So uh, pursue the kingdom of God first in your life, and uh, you know, in your, when you when you're desperate, uh, Pastor World always put it best, brother. The, the desperate get delivered. And if you have any questions, you're welcome to call here at the church office, talk to uh, my secretary, Kathy, uh, at um, 716-655-5008, or you're welcome to email at pjservant at Arroll.com, and we'll be glad to answer any questions, and uh, would love to see you. And by the way, brother, there are three opportunities for prayer. Friday night, Saturday night is Mass Deliverance, which is, we call it Saturday Night Alive, and then uh, Sunday afternoon as well after the morning service. So, with three tremendous opportunities for healing and deliverance, deliverance and healing prayer, you say, Pastor John, why do you say healing and deliverance? Why isn't just deliverance? Because wherever Jesus delivered, he also healed. And wherever he healed, he also delivered. So, we give people the opportunity if they want to be anointed with oil. Now, we also, unlike those who just believe in the healing part, we also combine it with deliverance. And if people want hands on prayer, you know, brother, we've, we've attacked spirits that have been sent, oh, man, I don't know how many, I lost count of how many death spirits have come into me and have come against me and, uh, you know, through open doors uh, in my own life and, you know, you know really any sin and uh, in, in thought, word, or deed or attitude, uh, that becomes an open door for the enemy. So you never know how, you know, at what point they came in. You could have just... You know, said one swear word in anger, and bang, something just immediately came into you. How do you know? You don't. The only thing you can do is just uh, immediately, you know, try to get those doors closed through First uh, 1 John 1, nine, confession of sin, First uh, 1 John 1, seven and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, continually cleanses us from all sin. So you gotta confess it immediately, put it back under the put it back under the blood of Jesus and uh, get back into fellowship, ask the Holy Spirit to refill you and uh, get that door closed. But let's say you didn't. Let's say you wasted an hour or two hours out of fellowship and um, you ended up uh, having that barn door. Hey, it came in, spirit of death. Guess what his job is? His job is to kill you. And I've had many spirits of death attack me, all kinds of witchcraft spirits. Um, You know, brother, I've I've often, often commented I wonder if there's a, a, a demonic Starbucks somewhere in in the first heavens.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: and they uh, they they just you know they order their lattes or they order their um, you know their drinks or whatever they get, and they just sit there because they have a row of pictures that are constantly you know PowerPointed in front of them, and they're growling, hey, you know, as soon as uh, <laughs> as soon as uh, Shannon Davis comes up or Pastor John, hey. And it kind of psyches them up to to go and battle against us. And they draw, you know, mustaches on us, and they put uh, big eyes on us and so forth just to make fun of us. I don't know. I I kind of figure that, that, that there may be something like that. But you want, and I want, the enemy upset with us. We want the enemy mad at us. And if you get the devil as mad at you as he was at the Apostle Paul, I'll tell you, you have lived. You are finished. As Paul says, you know, you... Uh, You've run the race, you've finished the course, and uh, there's a lot of crowns waiting for you in heaven. Amen?
2: Amen to that. Uh, Pastor John, we have a question that came into the chat. It says, ask Pastor John, uh, do you think that a a believer should stay up at maybe the witching hour and do battle against these hosts of hell? Would that be uh, beneficial?
0: Profound question. Again, you can't find a lot of believers who are willing to uh, pay the price. You know, I, I've, I've often asked during my years of ministry,
1: how,
0: how often have I stayed up all night praying for the salvation of somebody?
1: And i got to be honest,
0: you know, uh, I, I tend to, my eyes tend to get heavy and, and, and tend to close. Uh, I don't know if I've ever stayed up all night praying for someone's salvation. You know, the most important decision we can make in this life, Brother Shannon. I don't know. I just, and I don't think a lot of Christians do. So uh, what a what a, you know what a, a, a cup of refreshment it is to Jesus Christ and to the Father and to the precious Holy Spirit when He sees us willingly staying up during those witching hours and really battling, combining it with fasting, some personal fasting time, and maybe even covenanting with someone on the phone or someone on the internet. And, uh, just saying, hey, let's do some battling in the heavens together. Uh, you know, what, what a great idea and what a, uh, tremendous opportunity to really, uh, hit them back. I, I heard that, uh, and read back before the, the election of the current administration that, uh, the, you know, the, the, the witches in Kenya were waking up at, you know, like at 2 o'clock in the morning and uh and, and three o'clock in the morning, and they were literally fasting some of them for forty days, so that uh, Mr. Obama would be elected. Two I mean, three
2: wow, yes,
0: yeah, and, I, I, and here here here, what are we doing? You know, we're sleeping until you know six, seven, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you know we're going for days without prayer. Uh, forget the keys of the kingdom. most churches aren't even teaching it. And here are the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You can't get in anywhere without a key, brother, if something's locked and, you know, the keys to the kingdom of heaven. So uh, what a tremendous, again, opportunity to really hit the enemy. I think, again, uh, Pastor Worley used to teach us, you know, there's no distance in the spirit realm. So, you know, not that you can't do it at 10 o'clock at night and kind of hit, do some preemptive striking, but uh, certainly if someone uh, has... Uh, that uh, laid on their heart to do uh, uh, on a regular basis or even on, a, on an occasional basis, something's always better than nothing, then I would recommend to uh, obviously do that if you have the time. Now again, you don't want to be, uh, you know, uh, brothers, people come to me about fasting and they say, you know, I want to fast for 30 days or 20 days. I, and all I say is make sure it's not a religious spirit that's doing that in you. Make sure it's truly the Holy Spirit telling you to do that. And, um, uh, you know be careful because you don't want to just do something that that you know that just comes into your mind because it may be the enemy and they're just going to weaken you and we find that the enemy is much better at getting to us when we're weakened in our mind will emotions when we're weakened physically and uh you know uh not that not that uh you know fasting uh, can't strengthen you, of course it can. But you just want to make sure that the Holy Spirit... I recommend to people, you know, do a three-day fast at the most. If he tells you to do more, then you obey the Holy Spirit. But just make sure it's the Holy Spirit. Because a lot of Christians have a lot of religious spirits running them. And uh, until you get, you know, some appreciable deliverance, uh, you know, a lot of these things, a lot of times these things are very, very deceptive. And they will push you in certain areas just to, you know, make a bonehead decision. You know, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going to Africa. God told me to to just, uh, you know, uh, give everything away and go to Africa, and he'll show me what to do. Well, you better make sure it's the Holy Spirit telling you that. You better make sure that uh, you are truly hearing from God the Holy Spirit because you may get in Africa and you find out that it was the flesh and or an evil religious spirit that was driving you, and, you, and, and boy, you get egg on your face then, and then you come back, uh, you know, uh, really uh humbled and more like humiliated. So again, I've heard of uh, fasting. Very important. Very important fasting and very important praying, uh particularly if you can during those witching hours.
2: Good very good question. Amen to that. Uh, I wanted to uh share something that uh I encountered this week and I just wanted to put this alert out there, Pastor John, to you and the other listeners to be uh, wary of this. Uh I'm checking my email and I get a uh, email forwarded to me by my mother. And so, you know, if I get something from my mom, naturally I'm going to open it up and read it. And uh, she didn't have a message. It was just a forward that somebody had sent her. And I'm looking at it, and there there is a picture. And it uh, it, it looked like uh, what you would believe probably Jesus Christ would look like. And, folks, none of us know what he looks like. Uh, these paintings, uh, uh, you know, is it, some, some artist's rendition. But, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of have an idea what the... What the What people have come to believe is being maybe a European Jesus, you know. And uh, my point here is I'm looking at this photo, and if you looked at it, you could see three different pictures of Jesus in this uh, photograph. But then I read on, and it says, uh, forward this to everybody you know. Uh, A president of Argentina did not do that, and he died because he did not forward this. And there was one person that forwarded it, and they won the lottery. Another one forwarded this to every friend he had, and uh, he got a new job. And uh, then it started to use some terminology, uh, something about the novena. And uh, I said, wait a minute, novena? I recognize that. And I realized that's a, uh, a Wiccan term. And uh, boom, uh, thank God for some deliverance training, uh, I knew exactly what this was. This was a witchcraft curse that's being sent over the uh, the high-tech method of uh, Internet emails, And basically what was happening, folks, is um, my mother had sent this out to me and about ten other people. And I had to call her and I say, Mom, do you know what you've just done? I said, this is a witchcraft curse that a warlock or witch has uh, originated. And uh, what they're basically telling you is uh, unless you send it, uh, you're going to be uh, victimized. And you might die. You might have a tragedy. So make sure you afford it so you can be blessed. And every person you send it to is going to have that curse um, come come unto them. And you've actually engaged in witchcraft. And I told her, I said, I think you've just cursed yourself down to three or four generations. So what you need to do, number one, is repent. But then learn from this that uh, the next time you get this, you definitely don't want to send it out to anybody. But, in fact, we want to take some uh, measures against it. So what I did, Brother John, is uh, I immediately said, you know, I bind this witchcraft curse that was sent through the email chain, and I commanded to go back to the original originator, whoever released it on the internet, sevenfold in Jesus' name. And I was careful to say the originator, not just the person who had sent it, or it would have went back to my mother, which I didn't want. But my point here is, uh, I get this, and I said, "Whoa!" And my mother said, "Well, wait. You know, I thought it was innocent. You know, I've seen this one before a couple years ago." And then it dawned on me. This thing has been circulating around the internet, brother, for years. Okay, let me give you another example. Um, we all get uh, we get paper money every day. You go down and cash a twenty, you'll get a couple ones back. And you know they've they've done some experiments where they'll track a dollar bill and find out that it's went around the whole world. You know, it's come in contact with things like cocaine and drugs and germs and maybe it's passed through a million hands. And I got to thinking, it's just like this email. There's no telling; it may have went around to ten million people. And uh, whoa, I said, uh, "What are the ramifications of that?" Well, if that wasn't bad enough, I opened my email today and I got another one. And this was—it uh, was another one of these. And uh, I'm starting to see a rash of these. Have you encountered these before?
0: Well, um, I have. Uh, I have, and I usually just hit delete uh, and and handle it that way. But, you know, it's so important. Again, what, what does Scripture say? My people perish for lack of knowledge. And it's it's absolutely essential that Christians be aware. By the way, novena is Babylonian witchcraft Uh-oh. because it's basically a, a Catholic prayer. So uh, anything to do with Roman Catholicism.
2: And so, you know, I just said, you know, Satan is a legal expert. And he'll use something as... Um, innocent as it looks like an email and I mean how many of us have seen these and probably forwarded them and you know my I have uh, gotten them before my impulse of course was just to delete them but I said, you know it's more serious than this what if uh, this actually has power I believe it does I mean is this any different than a, a witch just uh, hurtling a word curse at you verbally? I mean, but, yeah,
0: it would be. It would be. Yeah, be parallel to it. I mean, and, and the worst thing about it is you're sending it to people who have a certain degree of trust in you, and they're they're uh, doing the same thing. By the word, uh, by the way, the word luck, L-U-C-K. If you uh, study it as far as its etymology is concerned, you find out that basically it's the first three letters of Satan's name, Lucifer, the shining one, Lucifer. And they added a K. Uh, it, it comes from the uh, Latin word lux, which has to do with light. And um, originally, of course, Satan was the light bearer, and uh, he has uh, is now, uh, you know, uses both sides—the good and the bad, the yin and the yang. Uh, 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 the good uh, when he wants to be uh, deceptive, and of course, evil when he wants to uh, also show his true colors. However, when you say good luck, you're basically saying, uh, you know, good blessings of Lucifer on you. Wow. And I don't know how many Christians use that word luck. But, you know, uh, if anybody says good luck to me, I just, under my I don't want to, you know, unnecessarily, uh, you know, uh, respond to them, you know, respond to them in a vociferous way. But I just break the curse under my breath and I kind of smile. And, uh, but if they are Christians, I will actually tell them. Uh, I remember. I'll never forget that the Holy Spirit prompted me. I was in the mall, and there was a witchcraft object known as the the Egyptian Ankh. And basically, it's a top. It's a cross. It's a towel cross with uh, with a loop on the top. And uh, this young uh, uh, African American girl was wearing it. Her mother was there in the store with her. And I said, "Ma'am, I, I don't know." Uh, if you're if you're a Christian or not, but I'm just telling you that that is a very dangerous symbol because it's the, it's the uh, it's it has it's related to the goddess of to the god of lust in, in in Egypt, and essentially by wearing that you're putting yourself under the authority of that piece of jewelry and everything it represents historically and truthfully, and you are saying basically to any demons out there, any spirits of lust, to come into me. And I said, I don't think you want your daughter. She immediately took it off. She said, Oh, thank you, sir. I said, Well, I'm a pastor from East Aurora, New York, Agape Bible Church. Here's my card. Any, for any questions you may have, please feel free to talk to me. And, you know, I can prove it to you. And, uh, you know, do some research, do some stuff. We have to be very careful about, you know, the jewelry that we wear. So, uh, you know, you may want to point out if you have Christians at church, they say, oh, by the way, you know, good luck, good luck. Uh, they should not be saying that. They should not be doing that. And it's sad that, you know, we buy into these things. We, we, we you know, lock, stock, and barrel. We just readily accept uh, anything that comes into the Internet. Don't believe everything you hear or read on the Internet. Always test it with the Scriptures. Test what I say with the Scriptures. I can be wrong. Brother Shannon can be wrong. Anybody can be wrong. The only thing that is not wrong is the Word of God. Amen. So test it with the Scriptures. And one of the reasons I love deliverance, by the way, is because, you know, we we can actually test the spirits. Christians don't even have a clue as to how to test the spirits. We do. Because an act of deliverance, you can command these things to manifest, and you can say, What or who are you of? Has Jesus Christ come in the flesh? And if it's a Jehovah's false, I call him Jehovah's false witness. If it's Jehovah's false witness, a spirit, he'll manifest. And because they deny, you know, the deity of Christ. They deny that, that uh, you know, that Jesus is Yahweh, Jehovah is Yahweh the Son and yeah. the Son of God. He's the full deity and full humanity. So, uh, test the spirits to see whether they be of God and deliverance is a great way to do it and uh as i said the uh the, the witchcraft that comes through the internet is absolutely comes as you mentioned we, we talked about it at the beginning of the program brother you know hollywood uh, by the way hollywood that type of wood is a favorite wood used by witches in their ceremonies oh my isn't goodness that's interesting wow isn't it, isn't that interesting and Hollywood is full of witchcraft. You know, you study the lives. I have. You study the lives of people who have sold their souls to the devil for popularity, for fame, for fortune. They, When you study their personal lives, they're the most miserable, messed up people. They're married several times. They're Leviathan. Remember, remember Proverbs 16:18. You know, pride goes in before destruction. Yes. That is, we commit the sin of pride. A proud spirit will keep, will come in, one or more, usually more, and they'll keep you proud until they can bring more destruction spirits into you to destroy you, destroy your health, destroy your marriage, destroy, and you know what, brother? Proud people are the hardest people to work with. They're unteachable, they're, uh, recalcitrant, and, you know, rebellious, and, And they just don't listen because they know it all. They can't sit under anybody. They can't submit to authority. And uh, the Hollywood people, they you know, they're they're constantly having photographs taken of them. They're constantly being talked about, and they believe their own press report that they're really that good, and they're worshipped. Isn't interesting? We call it you know American idol. I call it American idolatry, but you know the American Idol program. You know, very very uh, popular program. Uh, because people worship other people instead of worshiping the true and living God, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and His Son, the Lord Jesus. So again, we we we, we you know, do not be involved in 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 the witchcraft of these um, you know these chain emails and the good luck that's supposed to bring or the or the 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 blessing quote. Uh, it really is a curse because you know if you're winning the lottery, uh, you know you got that's cursed money.
2: Uh, well, brother, isn't uh, you know it's a game of chance? Isn't chance even a spirit? And people uh, are um, engaging that playing the lottery. Amen.
0: Just yep. Do the uh, do a study of the etymology of uh, the word fortune. Fortune was a god. Fortune was a demon. Now, I'm not telling you to turn off the wheel of fortune. You may, you may want to pray about it. Uh, but it isn't interesting how, how subtle witchcraft is. I, 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 really am convinced after, you know, just the little time that I've been in this, uh, full gospel ministry, salvation, deliverance, and healing, complemented all the genuine spiritual gifts. That's my goal. That's what I want to see. That, um, brother Shannon, I am telling you that uh, the longer a minute, the 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 more your eyes, my eyes have been opened to the plethora of witchcraft that surrounds us. If it's not coming from Hollywood, it's coming from the television, whether it's the Charmed movies yes. uh, or a series, or whether it's it's other kinds of witchcraft that are coming through through the um, through, the, through the, the TV screen. Uh, if it's not coming through that, then it's it's immorality and, and people. Uh, fornicating and 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 committing adultery on, on one another, uh, and, and the immorality and the, the, the and we haven't even gotten into the the, the whole uh, problem of homosexuality and lesbianism that's being you know shoved down our throats by the by the uh, you know mass media mainstream media. It is incredible how pervasive witchcraft is and that's why you know brother we're talking about praying that's why it's so important to get a copy of pastor Worldy's warfare prayers we carry all of his fifty booklets in the bookroom and uh... it is a goldmine of prayer how to learn to pray intelligently and uh... i'll tell you there's another series stomio O'Martin. we also carry in the book room, many of her books because it's got some great warfare prayers at the end and um breaking curses on a daily basis i was just doing it this morning uh, for those I love and for myself and my church family and workshoppers and 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 the radio program tonight and, and brother brother Shannon uh, Omega man and uh, breaking learning memorizing the, the breaking of curses prayer because we have curses brother coming at us from from all kinds of directions. Every time an Islamist is praying or is saying out loud in a protest uh you know, death to America, death to Jews, death to Christians. He is cursing us. We have to return those curses back. I like what you said on the originator. Of course, the ultimate originator, Ephesians six, are the demons in in, in, in you know energizing people. Yes. So I just sent it a fold back on the demons' heads, and uh, you know, let them learn next time that you know they better be careful about you know getting these guys to curse us. Um, curses coming from the Catholic Church. Anybody who was a former Catholic. It has has the Council of Trent, uh, which was uh, basically a counter-reformation document that the the Vatican came up with. And it curses. Listen to this. People don't even know this. They've never read it. The Council of Trent curses anyone who is a true believer, who leaves the Catholic spiritual whore. Revelation 17, the whore of Babylon. Anybody who leaves that is cursed with the curse of leprosy, cancer, death eye diseases, all these things upon people who've left the Catholic. If you have a Catholic background, if your ancestors have Catholicism in their backgrounds and they got saved, these curses are coming from the Council of Trent daily, plus generational curses. Now, thank God they can be broken one, one by one uh, based on Galatians 3.13. Jesus took all these curses on himself on Calvary, and we're appropriating that truth by faith. But there are also, as I said, active curses—the witchcrafts, the warlocks, the people who are coming against you. You say, "Well, it seems overwhelming, Pastor John." It, it, don't let it be overwhelming. You know, how do you live life? You know, one day at a time. That's what Jesus said. Uh, I always say, how, "How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time." Uh, just <laughs> take it, take it. In With the some
2: barbecue uh, sauce, some... <laughs> I'm. My <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brother Shannon, you just yeah, barbecued
2: elephant. Or some eat? A1, you know. I wanted to add a uh, a comment to what, you, to what you said about the Catholicism. And, folks, this is a true story. I'll share it briefly. Uh, if you want to see uh, Deliverance, uh, go to one of the conferences. I happened to uh, go to the number 92 Hegwish conference. got to meet uh, Pastor John and his lovely wife. And uh, while I'm there, I run into this guy who was in the book room. And he said he came out of Roman Catholicism, and uh, there was just something that right he said he, he was dealing with. wanted to come up and check out deliverance, maybe get some help. And, brother, when the mass deliverance was going on, in fact, you, uh, Pastor John was doing it that night. It was a Saturday night service. Uh, this same guy that I had just met uh, hours before all of a sudden manifests. He goes off like a piece of popcorn. Uh we use that term, folks, because as they're doing the mass deliverance, uh, if a person has a demonic spirit, they call it out. And a lot of times, they'll just pop like a pop-up piece of popcorn as the heat gets turned up. And this guy went off, Pastor John manifested, and there were six people holding him down. And I'm sitting there, and they asked for my help, and I went over and grabbed his leg. And, <laughs> and he had superhuman strength, folks. It took six men to hold this guy down. He wasn't much taller than me, and I'm, I'm short. Um, and lo and behold, a demonic spirit had come in through Roman Catholicism, and uh, it even manifested its name, and the one that uh, I heard, it was called itself a liar. And, uh, I mean, it was wild to see it. But the good news, folks, is he got to the right place, got deliverance. And so if you've got something you're battling with, uh, you can't shake it. You've got some compulsive um, behavior. Uh, you've just got thoughts going through your mind that you can't shake. You're probably a candidate for deliverance. And I would encourage you to make your way up to Pastor John's Agape Bible Church uh, conference that's coming up and get up there. And uh, if, if, um, if your suspicion is correct and you need some deliverance, uh, you can get delivered. And lo and behold, this guy gets the deliverance, and we're out uh, having dinner afterwards. And uh, you know, you can see a total change over him, brother. When, when he got delivered that night of that demonic spirit. And he, he may need more deliverance, but uh, he got some relief that night, praise God. And this stuff is real. And uh, witchcraft is real, real, folks. And these people play for keeps. Whether they're witches, warlocks, Satanists, Luciferians, You know, they're all serving the same demonic uh, fallen angel, Lucifer. And uh, what you don't know won't hurt you. It will kill you, folks, because... Uh, the Bible says, my people perish, which uh, I take is die for a lack of knowledge. And um, why people are perishing, Pastor John, is they refuse to believe that they as a Christian can have a demon. Uh, they don't want to give it any thought, and they don't deal with it. And uh, that's exactly where the enemy wants you, is um, to not believe that he's real, to not believe that his witches and warlocks have any power, and then for you just to sit there and not do anything about it. Well, the good news is is uh, you can get delivered because Jesus came to set the captives free. And you need to take these things and um, cast them out in Jesus' name. Uh, get a deliverance minister to cast them out for you if you, you can't get relief through self-deliverance. And get set free and then go out there and help your brothers. Because uh, you get a, a spirit of death or destruction. Or, uh, brother, I talked to another minister today. He just encountered a case where a, a witch sent a spirit of cancer and leukemia, and if he had not known about deliverance and been there to work with this individual, they would have probably died that night. Folks, that is how serious it is. And you don't need to have a spirit of fear. And we can't be cowards because, you know, the fearful will not enter into heaven, so what do you got to do about it? You've got to uh, learn what you can, pray fast, read the Word, pick up the sword, and go out there and do battle with the enemy. Don't just sit still and make yourself a sitting duck and wait for the attacks to come. We've got to take the offense. You know, as they say, Pastor John, the best defense is a good offense. So uh, I'm sitting uh, shaving today, and I just got angry. You know, I had a righteous anger. I, I was angry, but I didn't sin. <laughs> and I said, you know, I've just talked to so many people, brothers and sisters this week. They're just under attack. And I said, I'm angry. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do something about it right now. So, brother, I targeted a uh, very powerful witch. I said, you know, I'm tired of this stuff. I'm tired of the casualties out there. And I said, I find you, you strong man and that witch, in Jesus' name. And I commanded all her demons to go into a cage. In Jesus' name. And I commanded any curses that have been sent against me to go back one million-fold. I mean, I was angry today. I didn't go seven-fold. I went one million in Jesus' name. And, folks, uh, one person could put a... A thousand, you know, one, eight, uh, I'm stuttering now. Yep. <laughs> Pick up, brother. Two, ten thousand. And it's ten two, ten, ten thousand. thousand. You,
0: <laughs> brother, I'll tell you some of the, de- some of the meanest demons I've run into are Catholic spirits. Remember, it was the religious spirits that put Jesus hanging on the cross. Religious spirits are very deceptive. They're good. As Johanna Michelson, you know, wrote, The Beautiful Side of Evil, um, yeah, they're they're good. They look, you know, white instead of black. You know, the yin and the yang thing. Black is equal with white, which is a total lie. Yes, sir. Um, because God's goodness and God's power and righteousness is so far, it, it is infinitely uh, not to make not to have a pun, but you know, light years ahead of the devil. The devil is no match for him. That's right. Um, But but the Catholic spirits, I'm telling you, I've run into Mariolatry, run into uh, you know the the one that comes in with Eucharist, human sacrifice because you know you're sacrificing Jesus on the cross all the time uh, in every Mass. It's it's blasphemy, and I'm telling you that these spirits are very. uh, By the way, a lot of sex spirits are tied into it because uh, the Catholic Church is a spiritual whore. She will spiritually, um, you know, part her legs. For anyone to come into her,
2: because you know she just wants the power and control and the money from it. So but she's a prostitute. I mean, look does. at the exactly. look at the. You can buy uh, favors. Uh, you could be pardoned for sin uh, if you offer a certain amount of money to the Pope. Come on, this is true, folks. Look up, look it up in the history books.
0: Yeah, that was the whole reason for the for the Reformation. Uh, you know, from Catholic priests. Uh, Martin Luther was a Roman Catholic priest. He wasn't a Protestant. John Calvin was a, was a, was a, was a priest, was a monk. Ulrich uh, and These guys were, were, were part of the Roman whore. But when they began to get into the Word of God, they found out that the church traditions contradicted the Word of God, and the Word of God always takes precedent. And, you know, and were really, by the way, if you know historically, what really ticked off Martin Luther uh, there at. Um, in uh, in in Germany, uh, I believe it was Wittenberg. He taught at the University of Wittenberg. Uh, that's where he nailed his 95 theses statements, where they're contradicting the Word of God. What what ticked him off is when this Tetzel guy, who was again a Roman Catholic, uh, uh, who was going around selling what's called indulgences. That's the word I was looking for. Yes, a little baby coffin, brother. He had a Shannon. He had a little baby coffin. And he said and he made a, a song in German that every time a coin in this coffin rings, a soul from purgatory sings. Wow! And that's what that's why they need the uh, apocrypha, because they need to have some verses that would back up, uh, you know, the, uh, the 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 error, the doctrinal, the the, the heretical doctrine of, of purgatory, where people go into kind of like a, a half hell, or and and then you have to buy their parts out. And and the only reason they did that is because they needed what is now St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. They needed it built, and they needed money for that. And, of course, Luther was livid because, what are you uh, making up this thing? It's not even in the Bible. Number two, why are you selling this stuff as if it's true, deceiving the people? And you can see why Luther uh, eventually protested, which is why you have Protestants. But the Catholic Church was so mad and uh, so upset that, uh, you know, they wanted him dead, but of course, they, if they kill him, then he's a martyr, and that's going to attract more followers. So they, they just, uh, you know, gave him bad press all the time, and they totally rejected him. The Pope excommunicated him, which means nothing, by the way. Uh,
2: Pastor John, what does it mean when you, what's the term for trying to make contact with the dead? Necromancy. Okay, is that not what every Catholic does when they try to pray to one of these, uh, so called saints?
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. including Mary. In reality, they're, pr- they're praying to demons. We have run into again. I live in a community with half a million Roman Catholics, and uh, much of my church over the years has been ex-Roman Catholic, ex-Roman Catholic. And you know, when a when a uh, person is is a, is a, is an infant uh, and they're baptized, offered up to Molech is a spirit we've run into. Uh, they have a, a, a uh, supposed, supposed guardian angel attached to them, assigned to them, and really it's a guardian demon that's making sure they stay in the, in the Catholic, uh, whore of Babylon so that they will be lost forever. And again, uh, having ministered in this area for so many years, I know wherever I speak and, uh, do some homework and, uh, uh just, uh, you know, check out what I'm saying. But, you know, uh, brother, you were you were talking about how, how you know, you got angry at the devil. You got angry at these uh, people who are coming against us. And I, I say amen, amen, and amen. Jeremiah, uh, you can look it up, uh, those of you listening, 51 and verse 20 is a tremendous warfare verse. And it says, uh, you know, right after God describes himself as Yahweh of hosts, the Lord of hosts. And, of course, that's angelic armies. That's who the hosts are. Uh, That's his name. Yehovah Sabaoth is the Hebrew. Uh, Verse 20, he says, you are my war club. You're my, I think the King James translates as battle axe. So, brother, we are God's battle axe. Amen. We're the ones, the the Hebrew is literally shatterer. He's the one, we're the ones that God uses to shatter the enemy, My weapon of war, the verse says, and with you I shatter nations, and with you I destroy kingdoms. People, the nations that we're coming against are not human nations. The ultimate, according to Ephesians 6, when you combine uh, the New Testament truth uh, with the Old Testament, uh, y- you find out that there the, are the, the, the demonic nations, that there are demons uh, behind all the traditions of the nations. Yes. And so, ultimately, our wep, you know, we're not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual ways spiritual, and high places. So, brother, uh, you are, I am, everyone listening, anyone listening down the road to the archives, we are God's battle axe. We are his shatterer. We shatter the enemy. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We shatter nations. We destroy kingdoms. And, uh, it's a tremendous privilege, and it's a tremendous joy to do that, where we can finally uh, go after these demonic uh, kingdoms that are literally uh, all around us throughout the earth and causing all kinds of uh, problems. And, you know, we can hit these witches. We can hit them back. And uh, instead of being afraid, I'll never forget, I, at one of our workshops years ago, I had a... Um, uh, a, a wife of a pastor coming. She wanted to talk to me before the conference. So I said, well, the only time I've got is on Friday afternoon because we begin at 7 p.m. on Friday and I'm just all out, uh, for the next three days. So she said, okay, I'll, can I meet? I said, I have an hour, so let me, let me counsel you and, and just see. And so, uh, I, I did that. I talked with her and she shared with me, uh, about her husband who was a pastor, African American pastor, and he was, uh, pastoring this church, but there were a lot of women in the church, and he was having sex with with some of these women. Wow! And he knew about it, but couldn't couldn't do anything. And he ended up instead of being a genuine born again believer pastor, he was a sham, and he was a uh, you know essentially a, 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 an African warlock who was uh, mind controlling, you know, sexually mind controlling these women in order to you know get them to bed and. Uh, she, you know she was really uh, distraught she was hurt and i think she got some good help that night from spirits of hurt and deep hurt and bruised emotions and wounded spirit and and some other demons but that next morning uh you know again witching hours 12 to 3 i looked up i was awakened because i felt a presence in the room and there was an african headdress like you know uh, 2 feet away from my my head holy cow. It was, wow it was suspended in the air and i thought well, this is interesting.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a new experience. I don't think I'm going crazy. I can still, you know, I still know my name. And I think I know where I live. And uh this is a workshop. You know, it took me a couple of seconds to kind of regroup. And I just uh, started, you know, praying in tongues. And uh immediately, uh whatever the Holy Spirit was saying, you know, I could see these white dots just, you know, go after it. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, these angels were just battling, and 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 it just it kind of just dissolved as it was pushed away. So uh, I remember that. So you know, some of these churches, you know, they got warlocks of pastors, and that's. I could tell you another experience that I had in Atlanta, uh, down there for five days uh, with. Another group of people who had had a warlock as a pastor. And I'm just telling you that, that you've got to be careful, because whoever you put yourself under the authority of, uh, you get the good, but you also get the bad. And if, if they're being run by a lot of religious spirits, false prophecy, false tongues, uh, false words of knowledge, uh, all kinds of error, I'm telling you right now, you're, you have just given legal grounds for those same
2: spirits to come into you. Pastor John... There's people listening tonight in droves. I think we have the, the largest chat gathering uh, to date. We've done about 65 shows so far. Praise God for the turnout tonight. Uh, he, let me ask you a question. How do we turn tables on the witches and the warlocks so we don't have to remain passive anymore and just wait for these attacks to come? Let's say there's someone that says, Hey, I want to pick up the sword and I want to go and do some battle because I'm tired of just being a, a punching bag. Um, give us an example and talk a little bit about binding and loosing too. The keys, because I believe that's uh, that's the key.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, so some sharp students of
0: the Word will say, well, in Matthew sixteen nineteen, you know, Jesus gives it to Peter, and of course, Peter is the uh, is the you know part of apostolic succession. The, the Catholic Church teaches, which is false, by the way. And we have a great book in the bookroom by Webster, who uh, totally uh, demolishes that, that that the whole historically the idea of that. And uh, uh, you know, the, Peter's the first pope, and you know he's the one who's given the oh, Matthew eighteen eighteen, Jesus gives it to the other disciples. So we have the keys of the kingdom of heaven being given to us. Every, any believer, every genuine bloodbought, born again, Satan saint. And if you don't know what that means, then you're not a saint. (laughs) Blood-bought, truly born-again saint has the keys of the kingdom. The problem most Christians just throw them down. They throw them to to the sidewalk and they walk away as if they never got them. But the reality is that they have them, and we have to use them. Of course, um, uh, it's called the deo luo construct, because deo is the Greek word I don't want to be too technical, but "luo" is the other Greek word for loosing, letting go. So basically, it's uh, tying up and 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 loosing, letting go. Uh, you know, much like a, a Western cowboy would come in and tie the tie the uh, the, the, the horses, uh, you know, uh, bridle and, and uh, rawhide strap to a post, and the horse wouldn't wouldn't leave. The same thing we do. We tie them up, and when you say "I bind you in Jesus' name." And sometimes you have to keep repeating it, because it takes a lot of chains. There are invisible chains, as Frank Hammond writes, in The Saints at War, that come out of the mouth of the believer, and they go right to that demon, and they tie them up. Wow. me, We've heard it, how the enemy just immediately begins to, you know, get... get you can, you know, if you're tied up, if you're in a close place, uh, you can't breathe. You can, Not that they have to breathe air, but they can't move, they can't function. They yes. can't, uh, you know, fly away. They can't do anything inside of us. And... Uh, so, uh, or on the outside against us, and so binding is tying them up, and loosing is is loosing, of course, uh, to let go. And Jesus uses it in Luke thirteen, by the way, of the uh, the woman who um, is crippled. Notice for eighteen years with the uh, a spirit of infirmity. That's obviously a demon. The spirit of infirmity. That's his name, infirmity. And he probably has arthritic, rheumatoid arthritis, or some crippling disease. And by the way, I got a nice email from one of the listeners uh, a few weeks back, saying that uh, as I was coming against the uh, arthritis and, and related, uh, you know, she got some good deliverance and 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 help, and and she was uh, she felt much better. So uh, this was a crippling spirit. But imagine being bent over, you know, at a 45 degree angle, you know, kind of like an L shape. For 18 years. You know, how do you even use the restroom like that? How do you eat like that? Uh, you know, you can't. You, you, wow, it'd be so hard to function and imagine as soon as she straightened up and began to praise God, notice, and the, notice that the, the devil doesn't get the praise, God gets the praise, and uh, Jesus is glorified and magnified, and uh, that's the result, is that she's free. And why? Because she's been loosed. I've always said that if you're not binding demons, they're going to bind you.
2: Amen. Numbers 33 says there will be a prick in your eye and a thorn in your side. We have a mandate from Yahweh, God, to go out and drive these demons out of the territory of Christ. And uh, if we don't, what God meant to do to them, he will do to you. Don't take my word on it. Read Numbers 33. It's the first sign that would follow them that believe. It says, in my name you shall cast out demons. Um, Pastor John, so let me say, let me ask you a question. Let's say, um, you've identified there's a witch or warlock that is, um, fasting, is doing word curses, uh, conjuring up potions and sending demons, astral projection attacks. And you say, I'm tired of this. What can they do to protect themselves? And then what can they do to take an a offensive strike? Talk a little bit about spiritual defense.
0: Yes. Uh, again, I, I like spiritual defense, and I like spiritual offense even better. Uh, go after them, pursue them. Remember, when, you know we just quoted in Numbers. You know, pursue them, go after them. God's uh, God's word in the Old Testament says that if you don't pursue them, they, they're going to pursue you. He'll let them turn on you to pursue you. So do not do that. You got to go after them. And. Uh, but, but, One of the greatest prayers in Pastor Worley's prayer book is uh, warfare prayers book is uh, the binding and loosing spirits. And uh, we can loose angels, we can send angels to form a a circle around any curses or demons that are sent out against us so they can't be sent. So we can literally preempt and stop them before they even get sent against us. And that's a it's a great prayer. Again, it's not that long, a couple of paragraphs. You can memorize it. It's called the B and L, or Binding and Loosing Spirits. And uh, you can do it, uh, you know, over your church. You can do it over your street, home, county, uh, state. And again, uh, that would be a perfect example of a warfare prayer that you can kind of sink your teeth into and send out against any covens, any witches warlocks there 's a uh, some of the deliverance i 've gotten from spirits who' come against me. remember when I said that uh, a baby was sacrificed uh, this one time to, uh, to to really to kill me basically wow, and take my life and it was a very strong spirit. Sent by the Council of Thirteen. There's a Council of Thirteen in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey has a lot of witchcraft. Of course, all the states do, but there are some concentrations. Uh, shall we say it's kind of like New York City's—you uh, know, 15 million people—the concentrations of, of people. And uh, every state has people, but there are concentrations. And this uh, Council of Thirteen, you know, knows me, knows about me, and uh, I don't think they're—I don't think they're, they're my, in my <laughs> fan club. And uh it's at the rate, I'm not in their fan club either. And so we, uh, you know, we just send send angels to go and attack them, and yes. we literally uh, stop them uh, in midair from being able to come against us. Are we successful one hundred percent of the time? No. But uh, listen, I, 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 I haven't. I don't plan on winning eight gold medals. Is that remember the swimmer, the guy who won like eight gold medals? Uh, just because I can't do that doesn't mean I'm not going to get in the pool and swim. <laughs> uh, you know i i can 't be a hundred percent, but i 'm going to try and brother this shannon, this is what we 're trying to do is at least do something amen and at least go after the enemy and pursue them. Why let them eat your lunch it 's time to eat their lunch amen to that finding so uh, and losing spirit, finding and losing spirit is one of the great prayers. There were others in there, as i said uh, uh, just powerful prayers that you can use on a on a daily basis, incorporate them into your prayer time. And uh, you will learn how to do this. It's not hard. Just pluck faith into it and uh, believe it, and I'm telling you, you'll see a difference.
2: Okay, so let me ask you a question. Um, I don't believe it's foolhardy to try to cast a demon out of a non believer, although I believe you have that authority as a Christian. If you were to do that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor John, what would happen is uh, if you cast it out of a non believer, it's just going to go out, come back in with seven more in the. Instead, it'll be worse than the first. Uh, that is, unless they're willing to accept Christ and, you know, and then keep their house clean and stay blood washed and so forth. But, whereas with a Christian, if, uh, if they've repented of the, the sin and they're willing to close that gateway and you cast that demon out, they've got a good chance of, of staying free, provided they don't uh, fall into that same trap again. But, you know, clearly we're going to come in contact with, um, with uh, demonized people. And i tell you, I went out to Captain D's the other day. Went out to get some lunch. I go up to the cash register, and uh, there's a homosexual. I sit down at the uh, the table, and two lesbians came up and sat next to me, uh, across. And they kind of looked at me wrong. I thought, for a minute, maybe the demon recognized me. Um, You know, uh, what did I mean by that, folks? Listen, when you get into deliverance, the demons will recognize you as a believer. I'm sure they recognize you all the time, brother, and... Folks like Wynne Worley, you know, uh, word spreads fast, folks. And, you know, these demons communicate, probably at lightning speed. But uh, And then if that wasn't bad enough, I go to an office depot. And I'm buying uh, some product over there. And uh, the guy who gives me the change back, I saw something strange on his thumb. And I looked down, and this dude had uh, gang tattoos. In fact, I think he was in one of these serious uh, Latino gangs. My point is, I just saw all kinds of people Clearly, they were demonized. They needed deliverance. And, uh, you know, thank God they weren't uh, aggressive. But, you know, you're going to come out against uh, uh, some aggressive one day, and you say, well, do you have to sit there and just take it? Uh, is it possible, Pastor John, to go ahead and take authority over a, uh, a demon and an unbeliever and bind it and command it to be caged up so that it's taken out of commission for a while?
0: Well, the answer to that question is yes. And... We can, uh, you know, I, I remember Frank Hammond, uh, his wife, uh, I believe it was Pigs in the Parlor. I forget what book, book it was, uh, what book or booklet it was. But he talked about, uh, you know, this uh, just being, you ever, be around, you ever be around these people who seem like they're always taking the Lord's name in vain, they're always swearing, and uh, there was a bank teller that, that kind of did that. And, uh, you know, Pastor Hammond just said, well, honey, what well, next time you go in the bank, just before you go in, just... Bind those spirits of profanity. Bind the spirits of, of uh, blasphemy and, and 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 related in Jesus' mighty name. You know that she did that, and she went in there, and the guy didn't swear. Wow. <laughs> so you, we can do that. I mean, we can, uh, you know, always the motivation, of course, is not just, you know, your own comfort, but be more offense. You know, remember what Jesus says about Jesus, that when he was, at the beginning of his ministry, he, he cleansed the temple. At the end of his ministry, he cleansed the temple. And he did it because he had the zeal of Yahweh. He had the zeal of the Lord. And that got his father, God the Father's honor, was, was more important to him than anything. And, Amen. And how dare you make my turn my father's house into a den of, of robbers, a den of thieves. So whenever Jesus gets angry, and by the way, this is a good criterion for you know determining whether your anger is righteous. It's always... God-centered and other-centered. Uh, usually, when I'm angry, it's me-centered, and it's unrighteous. But when it's truly righteous anger, it's more for the justice and for the uh, you know for the, the the righteousness of other people because you care about them and because you're other-centered and not self-centered. And uh, you know, when Jesus did that, he was caring more about his father's holiness and his father's. Uh, being, uh, not dragged in the mud, so to speak, and, and just a, you know, again, just, uh, really defiling God's temple instead of keeping it holy, keeping it special and set apart for, for, for righteousness and for God's use and for, for, for the sharing of the truth. So, uh, we have to do the same thing. And we have to make sure that when we're, uh, you know, involved uh, in, in warfare that our concern is other-centered. Our concern is for the person who uh, is um, hurting and is uh, desperate because they've been to other ministries. They've tried other things. They've been on medication. It doesn't work. It just it makes them feel like rubber. It puts them to sleep. It clouds their mind. Uh, and And they need help. So, you know, again, we have to go on the offensive. We have to uh, begin to really uh, hit the enemy at a level that they uh, need to be hit, and it is—it's uh, so important to uh, in, you know know the word of God. You, you know, Jesus uh, was was responding to the enemy, uh, to Satan himself. During you know, Satan didn't trust any little old demon to do it. He wanted to take the job himself, want to make sure it was done right. And Jesus quoted the word. You know, we have to use the word of God. We have to know the specific scriptures that apply to the specific situation. you can't just throw a Bible at someone, so when we're attacking these witches and warlocks and occultic people or whether we're attacking the Roman Catholic Church the whole Babylon, uh, Babylon system or Babylon spirits or we're attacking uh, uh, these uh, these other entities, uh, whether it's uh, the behemoth of islam or or uh, you know whatever it is that we uh, know uh, what specific scriptures to apply, and also how to intelligently know what to, uh, you know, what to send send back on their heads.
2: Now, let me ask you a question. Let's say that um, we've got a listener out there that says, "Brother, I don't want to go to bed and then have to be uh, attacked, and you know, I am afraid that there's some witches and warlocks that have been uh, targeting me. What should uh, every believer do? Is uh, just part of a daily spiritual uh, defense against these hexes and vexes and curses and spells and any evil spirits of witchcraft that might be sent against them. Pastor John, what can they do?
0: Well, again, this is uh, in one of Pastor Worldy's uh, in the warfare prayers. One of Pastor Worldy's prayers is uh, the breaking of curses, and uh, you know, it just it goes. It's very simple. It goes uh, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I break, cancel, and loose us from all curses, all charms vexes, hexes, spells, jinxes, psychic prayers, prayers of mist, prayers to saints, thought projections, psychic powers, Kabbalah, voodoo, obia, black magic, witchcraft, sorceries, horoscopes, zodiac powers. So you just memorize those prayers, and as I said, you incorporate them with your intercessory prayer as a part of your daily prayer lifestyle, not occasional, you know, only when necessary, and, uh, and again, you're, you know, right in there, you're you're you're, you're uh, breaking these curses, canceling these curses, based on Galatians three thirteen, in the mighty name of Jesus, and uh, and and hitting the enemy back. It kind of almost like preempting, you know, rather than let the curses come, rather than uh, you know you sin and a couple of demons, three or four, five, ten come into you, you know, you you preempt and you. Uh, protect yourself and you choose righteousness instead of unrighteousness. You choose obedience instead of disobedience. So there's no open door. And you just, you know, walk close with the Lord. Now, I wanted to also mention with the previous question regarding, you know, can you bind, uh, in unbelievers? You can and you can loose also. If someone's unsaved, you can bind their pride, their, uh, you can break curses of atheism and agnosticism over their family lines. You can bind spirits of unbelief and and, uh, and whatever spirits that are there to uh, cause them to be blinded to the gospel. Spirits of darkness, gross darkness and blindness, you can loosen to them. Uh, or if you're not comfortable with that, say ask God to send angels in Jesus' mighty name of salvation and conviction and repentance and brokenness. So uh do intercessory binding and loosing now let 's say i 'm binding that uh, that profanity spirit in the banker and you you bind it, and the next day he keeps on swearing well we, we don 't know how long that binding lasts if the person 's will is really strong and their you know their their hands are their will is in agreement and almost like one with the demons in them. Uh, you know, it may take more than just a, a quick, I bind in Jesus' name and that's it. You may have to keep on doing it. Uh, you may have to uh, uh, couple it with some fasting. But regardless, uh, you don't give up and you keep on staying faithful and uh, just understand that the person's will is so, you know, in one accord with those spirits. That uh, eventually you just may have to change banks. I mean, you, you just be practical. Uh, if you bind a spirit, let's say, and you know, let's say you're married and your your spouse is unsaved, and you bind anger, we don't know how long the binding lasts. It could last ten seconds, ten minutes, an hour. Uh, but whatever spirit you bind, the good news is at least it frees the person up enough. They still get the sin nature, of course, but it frees them up enough to be able to make a righteous choice, to choose salvation, to choose. Uh, you know, uh, to be kinder to, to you, to be more considerate and so forth. So, uh, again, we don't know how long the binding lasts, but it does good in the sense that it gives the person some time, uh, to use their wills to make, now they may make the wrong choice. They may, uh, decide that they're gonna get angry anyway. Well, you've done what you can before God. And, uh, you know, uh, God, just pray that God would, uh, really uh, work in their lives and have mercy on them. Uh, otherwise, um, if they're, uh, you know, a Christian, he's going to discipline them. Whom the Lord loves, he chastens. So, you know, stand back because the person is going to get spanked if they're truly a genuine believer and they just keep on doing it, even though you're trying to bind it. Uh, that's
2: okay. What about? Uh, give us uh, an example of how we can loose angels for our protection. Around our property and homes as we sleep, to uh, put them around our family as they're going out to work and so forth. How can you actually put yeah. that into application?
0: Yeah, and again, it's just it's real simple because you just say in, in Jesus' mighty name, I just loose uh, angels. I, you know, I gave some examples earlier. Uh, angels of, um, let's say, for instance, uh, warrior spirits. They're a special class of spirits. Uh, that are very uh mean and powerful, mean in the sense of mean to the enemy of course they're very they're very kind and loving to us as god 's children but uh they're, they're, uh, they, you know, they really, or the hornets of the Lord. Read in the Old Testament how God says, I'll send my hornets ahead of you. He's not talking about a, you know, a, a, a bunch of bees flying around. He's talking about his angels who are called the hornets. You can send the hornets against them. Uh, we sent, we actually sent, uh, while we're doing battle praying with people, hornets into, and, and the, and the people start, sc- the demons start screaming, you know, and ouch, that hurts, ouch, because the, the, they're stinging them. I don't know how it, how, how they do it. I don't understand it all. All I know is it works. It does not violate the scriptures. Now, some people who are really sharp Bible students, by the way, Brother Shannon, will say, well, where do you find loosing angels in the Bible? You know, the term luo with angels. And I'll just tell you in advance, you don't. I haven't found one verse where luo is used with angels. But what we do is we look at, it doesn't violate the scripture, number one. Number two, if you're binding evil spirits, then... The opposite of that, logically, is loosing good spirits, ministering spirits. Hebrews one fourteen. Are they not? ain't talking about the angels. Amen. Are they not all ministering spirits sent out for the years of salvation? So you can loose now. If you're comfortable with that, you see. Well, I just want a firm Bible verse, and I'm comfortable with that. Well, that's fine. Just ask God to send them, or just ask God to charge them and and grant permission for a hundred thousand angels to be sent around. Uh, you know, the, uh, all Christians uh, in your county or all genuine believers around the world. You know, Paul says, pray for all the saints. So I'll loose angels uh, around all believers. I'll bind spirits around all believers, uh, whether they're sleeping on the other side of the world or our side of the world when it's dark at night uh, or active during the day. So binding and loosing. Loosing angels, you loose the opposite angel, for instance, against the demons. So if you're attacking a spirit of hatred... What do you think you could lose against the spirit of hatred? What's the opposite of hate?
2: Spirit of love.
0: Yeah. So you just lose, you know, I just loose marriage and spirits of love right now to attack all spirits of hate. You can do it to yourself.
2: What about Jezebel? Well, you could lose uh, spirit of Jehu. I lose spirits of Elijah. Yeah, I lose no. spirits of
0: Elijah and Jehu. Now, and I'm the helms of, of heaven. People. <laughs> yeah these are not- yeah right they ate jezebel uh licked up her blood you know I, these are not people's spirits these are the same ministering spirits and angels that that uh kind of uh ministered to and worked with these real uh prophets or you know the few prophetesses of God, but mainly prophets of god and uh they they worked with them, so we 'll just lose angels of. You know, uh, life, health, healing, or restoration to go in and pour the bomb of Gilead, the oil of the Spirit, and the blood of Jesus ever in people who are sick, people who are ill.
2: Oh, hey, now that's a, that's a great one, bomb of Gilead. I didn't loose know opposite
0: that. angels, yeah, loose, loose opposite angels, and loose you know, uh, life-giving spirits, uh, health, healing, uh, and and the opposite of what uh, is represented by those spirits. Uh, obviously, spirit of life, uh, against the spirit of death. And it, it's not all that hard to figure out. It's pretty rational. But again, I have yet to find a verse where it talks about loosing angels, uh, specifically with Luo in the Deo Luo construct, or at least the Luo uh, construct. So, uh, again, I'm not gonna be uh, pedantic or legalistic about it. If you're uncomfortable, then
2: just, you know. How about the angels? <laughs> How about asking God to loose a spirit of burning on the head of an alcohol demon and ignite it? Brother, <laughs> <laughs> you are mean. You- yes. You know, always, well, you know,
0: I always tell people it's okay to hate as long as you hate sin and hate demons,
2: folks. Uh, the demons uh, get a rough time if they want to pick on us because uh, we've been told that some demons have very long hair. It's a sign of their pride, and we send them to the barber shop. We ask God to have his angels give the demons a haircut like uh, Delilah gave Samson. (laughs) And we loose baldness onto them in Jesus' name and blindness and pierce them through with the arrows. Ask God to pierce them through with his arrows dipped in the blood of Jesus. Um, And why are we talking about all this spiritual self-defense, folks? It's because, understand, the attacks are going to come, and you don't have to sit there and just be a a punching bag. If a witch or a warlock decides to, to take on a believer... And the believer knows spiritual self-defense. Let me tell you what happens. Every day, I'll say, maybe multiple times a day, Pastor John, I'll say, I break all hexes, vexes, curses, and spells, any jinxes sent against me, and I command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold. And I bind all witchcraft attack and all evil spirits that have been sent against me to attack me. I bind it in Jesus' name, and I command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold. Now, folks, I didn't pick on them. They decided to curse me, and I don't have to sit there and take the curse. Okay, just like I don't have to take spam mail, I can throw it in my junk box. Uh, If you didn't ask for it, okay, you don't have to receive it. I just stamp on it, return to sender. And here's what happens. That demon that was meant to attack me now has to go back on their head sevenfold, and many times they'll never come back again. Some of them, it's over with. Okay, it says suffer a witch not to live. I didn't tell them to send a demon after me, and I'm not, I don't have responsibility to take it. And I didn't curse them. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, I curse, you know, this witch, and I hope that they die. I didn't do that. Now, that would be cursing, so I'm not cursing them. I'm just rejecting their package that they sent my way. And I believe you have that right, Pastor John. And I believe that uh, if more Christians understand that they don't have to take this from the enemy, and they start doing spiritual warfare... I'll tell you what Dr. Pat Halliday told me. She says a, um, a, a, uh, a very experienced witch won't do that. What they'll do is they'll astral project, they'll scan you, they'll look for a uh, an opening of sin, and then they'll go after attacking you. They'll see what you know. A, uh, an amateur, on the other hand, will do that one time, and it may be the only time. They may die, depending on what they sent against you. They sent cancer on you, and it's going back on them. They may not make it, folks. And, of course, you know, you can ask God to, to bless your enemies with the, the greatest blessing that they can receive, which is salvation. You know, I don't want anybody to die, but I'm, I'm not going to sit there and receive a spirit of death or destruction or cancer or leukemia that they met, uh from, from my destruction. Uh, so that's what I do, brother. And I ask God nightly, I say, Father God, I ask that you would loose 1,000 warrior angels with flaming swords to encircle my property. I put a hedge of protection around me, a wall of fire in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5 in Jesus' name. And it's always in the name of Jesus Christ because we don't have power outside of him. And uh, I've heard stories of people who have done that. And the witches actually came, hit that wall of fire, and they were barbecued, brother, over in Africa. And <laughs> so, I mean, this is, this is hardcore. But um, they'll get the message real quick, folks, that they don't mess with a believer. It doesn't mean you're not going to be attacked, but uh, you've got to put on the armor of God. You've got to learn spiritual self-defense. You've got to ask God to loose angels to protect uh, your children, to uh, encircle your family members, apply the blood of Jesus to you and them. And uh, that's my two cents worth. Um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Pastor John Gogan of Agape Bible Church. Pastor John, would you give out your website and your contact information?
0: Amen. It'd be a real pleasure, and uh, it's agapebible.org. You can also uh, send any email questions uh, through agapebible.org. Our workshop flyer's up there, conference flyer, and um, this is, uh, I believe, our 52nd uh, workshop. So about 18 years now, we've been doing these things. Uh, I've had uh, uh, several, uh, literally across the country. About nine or ten in California, uh, and, uh, oh, at least a half a dozen in the New York City area, another half a dozen or more in the Toronto area, up and down the East Coast, Midwest, uh, just all over the place, Europe and, and uh, even Asia. So it's been a real pleasure, uh, for me to conduct these things and to just, you know, again, just share what I know. I don't know much, but what I do know I'm glad to share, as I usually tell people. And, uh, Again, if you have any questions or anything we can help you with, please, especially books and materials. It's, you know, it's so important, Brother Shannon, to get these books and materials into the hands of people because they can... Pastor Worley told me, he said, Son, the first thing you want to do is get these four basic booklets uh, and uh, warfare prayers, uh, binding and losing, fragmented soul, and sins of the fathers into people's hands so they can begin laying that foundation of understanding. I'll tell you, if you go and attack the enemy... And you don't have a foundation of understanding. Uh, As one of my seminary profs used to put it, you know, you don't build a skyscraper on a chicken coop foundation.
2: (laughs) Hey, Pastor John, um... you better have have a good
0: foundation, a solid foundation, uh, you know, solidly uh, constructed on the Word of God and on truth. Otherwise, you're going to be shaken, brother. Before we ask your question, this, before we get into mass deliverance, uh, I just want to share a story. We had years ago. We had a gal come from one of these. Pastor Roy used to call them these uh, uh, mushroom churches and uh, charismatic mushroom churches. You know, they oh yes, building looks like a, looks like a mushroom and and uh, is loaded with charismatic witchcraft because there's no testing of the spirits and and there's no deliverance and no real spiritual warfare going on. And uh so just a lot of religious spirits and this this gal came from one of these churches to one of to the prayer meeting one uh, one week uh week night and uh she came in I could tell she was you know she just had a really i felt sorry for her my heart went out to her because she had such a bad family life. she's out there working like three jobs, and her son's just sitting at home lazy doing nothing. the husband's uh collecting unemployment checks, and you know, the poor woman is just working her finger to the bones. And, uh, she, you know, there were some spirits, obviously, there, Catholic spirits inside of her, and a bunch of other uh, spirits, self-pity, and just a bunch of other spirits. We prayed for her. Nothing happened. I mean, nothing happened. And uh, I found out later, you never saw her come back. I gave her, you know, some booklets and told her to read them, come back. She never came back. And I found out months later that apparently she was going down into her basement one day, shortly thereafter, and something smacked her on the back of the head. There wow. There was and uh, she almost, you know, fell down the stairs and, uh, you know, proverbially broke her neck. I mean, obviously she didn't. Uh, it wasn't that hard a fall. But, you know, she said, she, let me tell you what she thought. Boy, I'm not going back to that church again.
2: Woo. Something she, followed her home, didn't it, that she didn't go there with?
0: Yeah, well, it, it could have been just something that immediately came out of her and went back into her. But, you know, they, they oh wow, her on the back of the head. But listen, uh, you know, why... This is the question I have. Why would, would you be thinking that? Why in the world wouldn't you be thinking, well, maybe I'm getting too close to the truth here, and I need to pursue it even stronger because these demons are going to destroy me. This is what's crazy about the way people are so demonized, they're so loaded to the gill, you, you couldn't stand on their shoulders and push another one in. And, you know, and they, and they just don't think. They don't think biblically. They don't think... Uh, you know, led truly of the Holy Spirit. You know, my immediate intention would be, wow, this is a good sign. I've got the enemy's attention. I'd better read some of these booklets by Pastor Worley. Instead, they concluded just the opposite. And this is the sad thing I find in so many Christians is there's there's so many strings that that the devil can pull that they end up uh, uh, just basically, he pulls them out immediately.
2: Amen. Uh, Pastor John, a question for you. And I want to take a five-minute bathroom break here, and then we're going to come back on and have Pastor John do a mass deliverance. Um, These booklets that you've recommended, uh, they're not expensive, are they? I mean, a person can skip a cheeseburger uh, or Happy Meal over at McDonald's and uh, buy one of these booklets for how much?
0: Yeah, uh, Listen, a Happy Meal, uh, what is it, $4 now? Yes, sir. Uh, And a regular adult adult meal, if you're hungry, is going to be at least five or six bucks. And uh, these are three dollars a piece. They are so, and I'm telling you, for three dollars, they're about thirty pages of jam-packed truth. And uh, as we outlined earlier, you know, as we said earlier, brother, in the beginning of the program, you know, they're they're, they're written back in the '80s, and uh, some of them, and 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 uh, there's they're as practical as as is. As, as, Like it was written uh, last month, or last weekend, or yesterday. So uh, again, three dollars a piece is all. That means for all the the four
2: basic booklets of Pastor Worley's, we're talking what twelve bucks, folks. Skip dinner and a movie. Buy ten. Give it out to every member of your family. Is their deliverance not worth three dollars? Come on, (laughs) I'm serious.
0: You can't charge for two for a husband and wife with. with, a $20 bill by the time you leave the tip and pay the tax so again this is this is the stuff that will really help you so uh, just I, I can't
2: say enough we're going to go to break uh, allow everybody to hit the bathroom uh, I, I didn't take a break earlier and I apologize uh, maybe somebody's eyeballs are starting to float out there uh, give you a chance to refill your coffee and uh, we'll be right back we're going to have uh, Pastor John on of Agape Bible Church uh, doing a mass deliverance. Uh, it's not too late to call your friends and family, have them tune in, and uh, you can get some deliverance. People are getting delivered every week. Pastor, we had one comment that came in and they said, I'm manifesting just hearing Pastor John speak. So uh, praise God for the anointing of Christ. And uh, give out your website again before we go to the break.
0: Yeah, you bet again so simple you know the church's name is agape bible church uh, agape is love the highest form of love in the testament word for a greek word uh, for love agape bible church the bible's our center core curriculum church obviously is what we're all about and uh agapebible.org is the website agapebible.org
2: all right we will be right back uh with omega man radio and pastor john gogan about
3: five minutes i see you walking up to jericho and the lord says it's all about obedience and the lord says you're going to walk to jericho and the lord says yes it was the battle you lost the last time but this jericho you're going to do just like joshua did you're going to play the horns and you're going to shout for joy and the lord says when you shout The Lord says, even though it makes no sense, the Lord says, my walls, those walls are going to crumble, and the Lord says, I'm going to give you your victory. And the Lord says, in that is the plunder of everything that was stolen from you before. Everything that's behind those walls is stuff that was stolen from you. And the Lord says, I'm going to return them to you. And the Lord says, I'm going to break them through. And I'm going to break you through. And the Lord says, I
2: I receive that in Jesus' name. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to a live program. This is the Omega Man Radio Network. I'm your host, Shannon Davis. We've got Pastor John Gogan of Agape Bible Church on tonight. Always a pleasure. Powerful man of God. Great deliverance ministry. Go check out the website, agapebible.org. And they have an awesome book room, just chock full of deliverance materials from some of the greats like Derek Prince, Wynne Worley, Frank Hammond, And on and on the list goes. Uh, They've got CDs, DVDs, cassette tapes if you're still on old technology, (laughs) and uh, a lot of great books and booklets. And I especially recommend the uh, Wynne Worley Host of Hell series. There's about 12 books in all, if I recall. There's 50 booklets. You you get a booklet for the price of a a cheeseburger or a hot dog if you like to go to Five Guys and a Burger. Um, they, They have great kosher dogs, by the way. Beef, I'm talking, not pork. <laughs> and uh, listen, uh, what, what is your deliverance uh, worth to you? And uh, if you cannot afford a copy of Warfare Prayers, I'm going to be buying a stack of them. Uh, write to me and tell me that you're destitute. And you cannot afford a copy. I will send you a copy because I believe it's in that important for you to get, uh, get this material. Pastor John, I'm going to give the mic to you. And just so you know the time you've got to play with, you've got 30 minutes, brother. So um, how about a mass deliverance tonight? Let's get some demons out of these people, including myself. I wanted to say I I made a mistake, Pastor John, uh, to go in and see the movie Expendables, and I'm still battling with a demonic spirit, which has attached itself to my left eye, and I have these uh, involuntary twitching movements going on. And I'm not ashamed to say that, folks. I need deliverance, just like everybody else. Uh, I should not have went into this theater, and uh, so be it. You live and learn. Uh, so I need to get set free of this, brother. And every demon out is, uh, one less in. As I heard a man once say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an unknown soldier gave that to you. <laughs> Folks, it's serious. They can come in through the eye gateway. Uh, so be very careful what you see.
0: Amen. Well, and, um, and of course, uh, you know, brother, it, it, be very careful of what you've seen yes because a lot of these spirits will come in you know we got to do a entire uh program on on uh, music music
1: mm. muses
0: m u s e s uh look up muses in the in the uh in the dictionary or encyclopedia and they'll give you some names of some demons cassiopeia and, wow uh, calliope calliope and uh it, it, some of the greek greek goddesses uh basically demons just assigned uh, to uh, run the world. Pan is the is the one who who, who is uh, over rock and roll music. Pan, and uh, when he appears in the, it's interesting when he appears and comes, you know, manifesting into the physical realm. He appears as listen to this as a purple haze. Now, wow, remember, purple haze. Do You remember a song by Jimi Hendrix called Purple Haze?
2: The same one that was uh, doing voodoo on the stage, setting his guitar on fire.
0: Yeah, kind of kind of ties things together. Doesn't doesn't he? And mm. uh, Pan, by the way, was worshipped in Arcadia, Greece. And uh, both and Elton John uh, paid, I believe, a million dollars. He paid a huge sum of money to have his own coat of arms. I don't know why he would have one. He he can't have a family, uh, being a homosexual. And uh, he his coat of arms. Guess who's on his coat of arms? Japan. oh my goodness Arcadia, Greece
2: that probably gives him some of his talent
0: of course same spelling as Arcadia, California but Greece uh, Robert Palmer, uh, Palmer who died from a heart attack in Paris a uh, cigarette smoker back, uh, back about five years ago or so he, uh, he, he would make pilgrimages to Arcadia, Greece oh no they, listen, these, these guys know where they get their power
2: from. Are we?
0: They, they know where their power is coming from.
2: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yep. Well, we know uh, the doors.
0: Listen, that's a whole other area. Uh,
2: through uh, rock music is a, is a definite uh, demonic gateway. So we're going to do a program on that in a future show, folks. That's why it's so important that every time we get Pastor John on, you need to tune in and tell all your friends because this is information you're not hearing on uh, some of the major networks like TBN. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you definitely won't hear it there. And in a lot behind a lot of pulpits that are preaching another gospel, uh, Pastor John, they're preaching the gospel of Judas. Uh, but that's another show that we're going to do. Uh, let me give the mic over to you before I start preaching tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, because now we're down to about twenty-five minutes, so we better get get the brass tacks. Um, you know, in, in previous shows, we're going to use the same essential format. There may be a few emendations uh to uh to it but essentially it's the same format one of the one of the biggest things and I won't talk much we'll just get right into prayer uh but I just want to preface with uh one of the major uh, open doors believe it or not for especially uh, spirits that attack physically is unforgiveness unforgiveness is a huge uh, sin area because you know God let's face it God has forgiven us uh, multi-billions, hundreds of billions of dollars worth of sin that we owe him. However, because of what his son did on Calvary, that blood is so powerful that it can save us forever and it paid in full. When Jesus cried from the cross, uh, to tell us one Greek word, translated, he cried, it is finished. It literally means paid in full. Now you know why Catholicism is so dangerous and so hideous because it continues, tries, any any works religion tries to keep continually paying what Jesus said paid in full. So, God yes. forgives us so much, we need to forgive the few things that people do to hurt us. And, uh, you know, some people, let's face you, forgive them, they still don't want a thing to do with you. Well, you've done what you can before God. And uh, maybe they'll turn before they, you know, both go to heaven if they're saved, and maybe they won't. But that's the truth. At least we have now... Forgiveness is an act of the will. It's not an emotion. You'll find when you get the demons out, of bitterness, unforgiveness, ill will, spite, revenge, etc., uh, then you'll feel the emotion. In, in the sense that you'll feel the forgiveness flowing through you. And when the person's name is brought up, you won't feel cringing. You, you won't cringe and feel uh, that kind of like, you know, screw-in-your-stomach-turning so, let's, uh, let's go through the forgiveness prayer. Again, for scripture text for that is Matthew 18, 34, 35. Jesus says, if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart, my father, uh, will turn you over to the tormentors, the torturers. And of course, oh. the demons torture the best. So very important to, uh, forgive. So let's go through the forgiveness prayer. And I'm just gonna do a bite-size, uh, probably take about 10, 12 minutes, and go right into prayer, and we'll finish up uh, buttoning up this, this next 20, Minutes or so. And
2: we've got a uh, we've got a buffer, brother, of an additional thirty minutes if you need it. Just want to tell you it's there.
0: Thank you so much. Absolutely, All right. we shouldn't have to go over it that much into it, but uh, if we do a little bit, then then uh, so praise God. Uh, so let's uh, what we're going to do is uh, essentially you have to renounce Proverbs 26, uh, 18, I believe it is, talks about um, you know renouncing sin. Uh, renouncing basically is closing the the of the door shut on the enemy. And again, it doesn't get out what's already in there, but at least it slams the door shut. We don't have time to go through the renunciation of Catholicism and dead religions. We don't have the time to go through renunciation of pride, renunciation of uh, sexual immorality and stuff. But we'll, we'll at least be able to touch base a little bit in these areas and, uh, and maybe get some help. So uh, let's go through the forgiveness prayer. And just repeat after me, mean it from your heart, pray it in faith, and let's, uh, let's get down to brass tacks. Father in Heaven, I confess that in my past, I have held unforgiveness, sometimes bitterness and resentment in my heart against certain people who have hurt or disappointed me. I now confess it to you as sin and recognize and acknowledge it as sin and claim the promise of 1 John 1 1.9. I do now forgive the following people whom I can remember who have hurt and disappointed me. And I just ask God the Holy Spirit to bring to your mind the faces of those people you need to forgive. Usually they're parents, step-parents, adoptive parents, people who've sexually molested you when younger, neighbors, bullies from school, maybe some teachers, professors, aunts, uncles, grandparents, pastors, other Christians, churches, work relationships, I'll give you a few moments to do that. So let's continue. I now freely forgive all these people as an act of my will. And Lord, I ask you to bless them if they're still alive. If they're unsaved, reach down and save them. If they're saved, lead them into the blessings of the full gospel. I also forgive myself for my many faults and failures. In the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, that's the forgiveness prayer. Again, unforgiveness and bitterness we have found over the years, not exclusively, of course. I mean, if, you're, you know, if you live near a two-mile island or some radiation plant and some radiation was released, obviously it's going to affect your cellular level and predispose you to cancer. But in most cases and instances, uh, a lot of the cancers today are rooted in bitterness and unforgiveness. Retaliation and revenge. So uh, let it go. And just understand that God's forgiven you for so much. as he has forgiven me for so much. And, you know, whatever people owe us in terms of an apology or whatever, uh, we can easily forgive them because God has been so gracious to us. 1 Peter says, you know, be continually, this is in the Greek, we continually growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So many of us want to grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, but we don't want to grow in grace. See, God wants us to grow in grace. That is the grace that we've been shown, show to others, saved and or unsaved. Now we had mentioned I mentioned uh, rock and roll, and that's a whole other area. Maybe we can do in a, a future program. In, and I'm telling you, it's a major open door. Absolutely, We're talking just rock and rock and roll, uh, brother Shannon. As you know, we're talking witchcraft that comes in. Uh, and all kinds of idolatry spirits and and, and God only knows what they uh, through the open doors of hip hop uh, you know break dancing uh, whenever someone break dances they do it in the shape of a triangle the triangle of course of course is an occult symbol
2: brother i'll interject there that uh, we know of a couple cases uh, of people that have just been demonized by listening to lady gaga so it's serious folks what you listen to let me give it back to you brother
1: it is
0: it is. And, of course, the message of of rock and roll, the the, the term itself was coined by Paul Freed, uh, sex in the back of a car where it's rocking and rolling. And uh, so it's, you know, sex when you want it, rebellion, uh, live life. You know, as L- Lester Crowley came up with his epithet, you know, uh, uh, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. And, of course, that basically is what Satan did and what he got Adam and Eve to do. And we're all suffering those consequences still. So... Uh, it's a lie. It's deception. But uh, we have to be careful about what, what what we listen to. Even the even the Christian music, some of the contemporary Christian has some of the same chords as the rock and roll music, and they're conjuring up spirits. So we have to be very careful. If you go to a rock and roll church, uh, you know everybody's uh, bebopping and running around, and be careful because uh, you find out uh, the more deliverance you get, the more you want to. The less you want to move your body, Jesus said the Father seeks those to worship Him in spirit and in truth, not in body. And I know you can disagree with me, that's your privilege, no problem. Uh, But I can back up what I say and uh, just, uh, again, be very careful of the occult. Movies, horror movies, vampire movies, Twilight, all kinds of things. We're going to uh, just confess some sins of the occult. So, and the occult comes in, you know, martial arts. As I mentioned some of the jewelry before, turquoise is tied into Indian witchcraft. Uh, we, we counsel people, just get rid of it. Anything with the shape of a five-pointed star, it's a pentagram. Uh, stars are you know, like our sun in the sky, it's round. Uh, it's just, uh, again, a deception of the enemy. Uh, all kinds of things. Uh, uh, dolls, idols, are all t- tied into idolatry. And, uh, again, stuffed animals you've got to be careful of. Because you could be, you can, uh, you know, it can become an idol. You can't go to sleep without it, and, and uh, it's more important than than God is. And again, just, just, you know, put it to prayer and the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit tell you. So let's con- let's bow our heads and confess uh, contact with the occult. Father in heaven, in Jesus' mighty name, I confess to you that in my past. Through ignorance, curiosity, or willfulness, I have come into contact with certain occult things. I now recognize this as sin and confess it to you as sin and claim forgiveness on the promise of 1 John 1.9. Specifically, I do not confess his sin and renounce all contacts which I have had with the following occult things. I just ask the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, to bring to our minds any occult activities, Ouija boards, water witching, table tipping, going to graves and Talking to dead people. Prayers to saints. Horoscopes. Bloody Mary.
2: Right, we may be having uh, technical difficulties. Stand by. Pastor John, you still with us? Yes, sir. Okay. We're That's back. Fine. Yes, sir. Mike is yours, my friend.
0: Amen. We just bind every wicked demon that would try to stop and hinder the broadcast. So let's continue. I also, just say it out loud, you know, to the Lord, I also confess as sin and renounce, slam the door shut in my life and on my descendants, any false oaths which I may have made to any false gods and any and all idolatries in which I or my ancestors have been involved. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. Now again, many of you did not feel a thing, but I guarantee your demons are. The enemy within you are. So just rest assured that there's some nice uh, underbrush being kind of cut away and can be, uh, uh, shall we say, forcibly removed in Jesus' mighty name. All right, let's uh, close some doors to Satan. And, um, again, there's, I just can't spend a lot of time on the occult. I wish I could. There's just so many areas uh, of the occult that our family lines have gotten involved in. And, uh, you know, this is the whole doctrine of the sins of the fathers, Again, we could do a whole program on that. Sins of the Fathers. Exodus 20, the sins of the fathers are visited down to the third and fourth generation. So um, these are curses that come down the family lines, and we need to uh, deal with them. All right, let's close some doors to Satan. Just just bow your heads and repeat after me. Again, if you're driving, uh, just bind all strong manifestations in Jesus' name and just ask the Lord Jesus to free with some basic yawns and burps. Hold the big boys down. Uh, so no one's in danger. Uh, let's, uh, let's just pray this from our hearts in faith believing. Satan, I rebuke you in Jesus' mighty name and I'm closing any and all doors which I or my ancestors have opened to you and your demons. I renounce you, Satan, and all of your demons. I declare you to be my enemy, and I want you out of my life completely. In the mighty name of Jesus, I now claim deliverance and healing from any and all evil spirits which may be in me. Once and for all, I close every door in my life to all occult practices, and command all connected and related evil spirits to leave me now, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, again, uh, good praying, by the way. I'm trusting that you're uh, praying. Deuteronomy 726 is a key scripture because it talks about to bringing cursed objects into our homes. And I remember years ago, uh, Pastor Worley shared how, and we've we've seen this over the years, where some uh, someone you know was really troubled by lust and masturbation, especially at night, and uh, found out that uh, they had uh, they tackled it in prayer, but really not much left, if anything, and found out that they had a collection of uh, of rock and roll records sitting under their bed, and a lot of these were collector's items, so they ended up throwing them away. and finally got some victory in these areas, these demons left, because there was a legal ground for the spirits to be there. So, uh, again, Deuteronomy 7.26, you shall not bring uh, a cursed object into your home, lest you become a curse like it. You shall utterly detest it and shall utterly abhor it, hate it, for it is a cursed thing. So, again, uh, you know, no, um, you know, Buddhas with the fat, uh, fat belly No rubbing Buddhas when you go into Chinese restaurants. In fact, there's a place you really want to break curses before you eat, over the food from the ground up, in Jesus' name. And uh, again, just be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, as Jesus commanded us. So, uh, you know, some of these demons won't leave tonight because you have stuff in the house. If You know, there's pornography and things you've downloaded on your computer, some of the lust and so forth uh, spirits will not leave because you have... uh, Cursed object in your possession, uh, DVDs, uh, videos, movies, things in your possession that that uh, they don't have to leave because they have a legal ground. And when God says to hate sin, we have to hate sin, and we have to hate the demons that represent that sin. So uh, just a word to the wise, and uh, I know you'll, uh, you'll abide by that. Uh, let's break some curses and uh, some soul ties, and then we'll get into some battle. Uh, just again, if you can bow your heads, wonderful, repeat after me in faith, believing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I break any and all curses placed against me or my descendants by witchcraft. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I break all curses of rejection from the womb. Or the curse of the bastard, which may be in my family, back to Adam and Eve on all sides of my family lines. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I now renounce, break, and loose myself from all demonic subjection, from any ungodly soul ties, to my mother and Father, grandparents, or any other person, living or dead, who have ever dominated or controlled me in any way contrary to the will of God and Word of God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for setting me free. I also repent and ask for forgiveness. When I have ever dominated or controlled someone else contrary to the will of God and word of God, Father, I break and renounce, cut and loose myself and my descendants from all evil soul ties, Which I may have or have had with any lodges, religious systems, adulterers, drunkards, close friends, cults, and any other areas in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, I'm going to call down angels and let's see if we can. um, well, let's do one uh, one more. Restoration of fragmented soul. Here we go. We'll do it quickly. Father in heaven, in the mighty name of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, we loose angels to gather up the fragments of our souls and restore them to the rightful places in us with the full power and authority of the Lord Jesus, I ask that angels on earth and break all earthen vessels, bonds, bands, or bindings, which have been put upon our souls by any means, please restore all the pieces of our fragmented minds, wills, and emotions, appetites and intellects, hearts and personalities, and bring them all into proper and original positions where they belong. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, just agree with me in faith, because we, uh, you know, Jesus said first sign, these signs even before tongues will follow those who believe in my name. They'll cast out demons. So each of us who are genuine believers have that authority. Let's use it. Just agree with me in prayer. You don't have to repeat this. I'm just praying this, and I need you to pull your faith, and let's see if we can attack these things. Satan, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, uh, I put you and all of your legions on notice that I'm attacking you from our position in Christ, who's sitting at the right hand of the Father right now in the third heaven, far above all principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, world rulers rulers of darkness, kings, princes, and every other angelic rank under your command. In Jesus' mighty name, I ask you, Father in heaven, for sufficient legions of the holy angels to bind all satanic forces here and in the air overhead, so that they will not and cannot interfere in any way with God's people being set free. Further, I command in Jeshua's mighty name that all free demonic spirits be bound in whatever places where the people are, And taken to wherever the Lord Jesus sends you, so that you cannot interfere in any way. I take authority from the third heaven, where we are seated in Christ, and remind all of the spirits that you must obey when you are called by your name or your function and family name. You are to come out of God's people and go to where Jesus sends you. In fact, we command you to look up to the third heaven, right into the face of Jesus. He'll tell you where to go. And we also bind and block all demonic transference in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Come on, all Ouija board spirits, come on out, all sorcery spirits, come on out of God's people right now, all sorcery, all Ouija boards, come on, move right now, Bloody Mary, all spirits, all ninja spirits, ninja turtles, Disney spirits, come on out in Jesus Christ's name, all spirits of trolls, care Bears, all these spirits, we bind you in Jesus' mighty name. All spirits of witchcraft control, witchcraft, water witching, magic, magic kingdom, all spirits of obia. Jamaican witchcraft, come on, voodoo, hoodoo, all spirits of divination and fortune telling, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name, all spirits of Gene Dixon, Edgar Casey, Irene Hughes, come on out, automatic handwriting, handwriting analysis, tarot cards, come on out, palm reading, astrology, signs of the zodiac, all spirits of the Grange, come on out, all masonic spirits, hypnosis, ESP, spiritualism, medium, seance, come on. Out of God's people, right now, in Jesus' mighty name. All spirits of table tipping, necromancy, levitation, clairvoyance, astral projection. Come on, get out in Jesus' mighty name. All the transcendental meditation spirits that came in through listening to the Beatles. George Harrison, Ravi Shankar. Come on, all the spirits that came in. Come on, move. ekankar soul travel, astral projection, all flying in the dreams at night. Come on, astral projection. We bind you. Spirits that came in through Superman, wanting to fly. We bind you. God didn't make us to fly. We bind you. There's only one Superman, and that's Jesus Christ. Come on, all spirits of mind control, Eastern religions, Hinduism, Taoism, Confucianism, I Ching, Krishna. Come on, Zen, ESP, PSI, Jehovah's False Witnesses. Come on, move all the way out. Christian Science, Rosicrucianism, Theosophy, all Islam spirits, Black Muslim spirits, Unity. All spirits of metaphysics, get out in Jesus Christ's name. Scientology, Baha'i, move in Jesus' mighty name. Inner Peace Movement, Spiritual Frontiers, Moonies, Children of God, The Farm, Islam, come on, all the way out. Spirits of the Way, The Walk, Biorhythm, Yoga, Kundalini. Just loose angels right now in myriads of numbers to go and attack Kundalini. And every demon's commanded uh, name so far. Come on, move all the way out. Cut that snake's head off and unwrap him from the spine. Kick him out, in Jesus Christ's name. Thank you, angels. Karate, all the martial arts spirits. Jiu-jitsu. Come on, move. Acupuncture. Come on out. Pierced ears, tattoos, Freemasonry. Eastern star, charms. All spirits of of the Egyptian Anka, Italian horn. Goat's head, unicorn, flying horse, rainbows, black panther. Come on out. Enchantments, fetishes, potions, spells. Dungeons and Dragons, World of Warcraft, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come on out, right now. Psychic readings, reincarnation, pyramid, clairaudience, mental science, false visions, superstitions, amulets, talismans, Satanism, karma, hex signs, instant karma. Come on, all the spirits of John Lennon, get out in Jesus Christ's name. Laziness, self-deception, impatience, pride, leviathan, ugliness, all those ugly spirits, get out in Jesus Christ's name. Wake up in the morning, without not feeling well, we turn ugly, we turn ugly at night. All those ugly spirits, come on, move. Ugliness, come on out, we confess to this sin, put it under the blood now. Come on, move demons, move, right now. All spirits of self-hatred, easily irritated, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Easily irritated, easily frustrated, come on, get out in Jesus Christ's name. All the spirits that come in through the traffic, when the traffic's going slow, well, I gotta get home, I gotta do this, I get out of my way. I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. All spirits of ambition, loneliness, despair, hopelessness, suicide. Come out of God's people right now in Jesus Christ's name. I see you out there. Suicide. Come on out right now. All spirits of suicide, death, confusion, rejection, misery, depression, heaviness, tormenting spirits. This loose angels right now of perfect love. In myriads of numbers, to cast out all spirits of fear and torment. Scripture says, perfect love casts out fear, because fear hath torment. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Torture, doubt, unbelief. All the doubt and unbelief attacking. We break all curses of atheism and agnosticism over our family lines. Come on, move. All spirits of doubt and unbelief. All spirits of doubt and unbelief. Greediness, ugliness covetousness, guilt, shame, condemnation, come on, all the guilt, shame, and condemnation that just uh, gang up on us after masturbation, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name, come on, all the masturbation can leave too, out of the hands, out of the eyes, out of the tongue, all the lust that goes with it, sexual lust, come on, move, all spirits of sexual perversions, we bind you in Jesus' mighty name, come on. All the sex spirits which enter through the eyes, the ears, the participation, transfer, or by inheritance. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, masturbation. Pornography. All the way out. Homosexuality. Lesbianism. We're not born homosexual. Not a shred of evidence for that. God made the male and female. Not male and female. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. He created Adam and Eve. Come on, move. Not Eve and Nancy or Adam and Steve, but Adam and Eve. Come on, move all the way out. We bind you in Jesus' mighty name. Come on. All the perversion spirits, there's only these demons in us that pull us in that direction, trying to make us think it's us. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits of sexual perversion, bestiality, sadism, masochism, anal sex, all the spirits, incest, come on out, right now out of God's people. All the defiling spirits that come in with masturbation, with uh with the sexual abuse. People abusing us sexually. Come on, move. All the way out. Prostitution, rape, fornication, come on out. Fornication. Get out of God's people right now. All spirits of fornication. All spirits of fornication. Come on, move right now in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, all the way out. we have God's people. God's word says, be ye holy as I am holy. All spirits of fornication, come on. Adultery. Break the curse of adultery over the family lines in Jesus' mighty name. Back to Adam and Eve. Come on, all spirits of adultery, immorality. Prince of occult sex, Asmodeus, come on out. Asmodeus, come on, move. Prince of occult sex. Sexual mind control can leave too. Eyes full of adultery. Come on out. Out of the eyeballs right now. Eyes full of adultery. Prostitution, harlotry, nudity, exhibitionism, uncleanness, filthy dreams, orgies, filthy communication, filthy conversation, sexual flashbacks. Come on, we command the soul out of uh out of from each person that, that anyone has had sex with we command the soul, right now, out, in Jesus Christ's name. Try to pull them back into it. Sexual fantasies, frigidity, impotence, cruelty, incubus, succubus. Come on out. Attack at night. Incubus in the women and succubus in the men. Come on, move. Lasciviousness, lewdness, promiscuity. All spirits of spirits of flirtation and seduction. All those flirtation and seduction spirits in the eyes, in the face. Come on out, right now, in Jesus Christ's name. All the flirtation spirits, all the seduction spirits, we bind you in Jesus' mighty name. All the flirtation and seduction, we bind you in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, out of the sex organs, the lips, the tongue, the taste buds, the throat, and the mind, in Jesus' mighty name. Out of your will and emotions, come on, move right now. Come on, move. We break all curses of deformity, infirmity, sickness, back to Adam and Eve, and all sides of the family lines in us, in Jesus' mighty name. All arthritic spirits, pain, swelling, infection, come on. Cancer, t- ulcer, tumors, cyst, and weakness. Come out now in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits of weakness, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Every demon, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All the Ahab spirits in the men, come on. Nimrod, Baal, Baal, all spirits of passivity, laziness, hatred of women. Hatred of mother. Hatred of wife. Fear of women. Come on out. Childishness. Childish self-will. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. It's my way or the highway. Childish self-will. Come on out right now. Cowardice. Hidden anger. Destruction of the family priesthood. Come on out. slugging, Self-hatred. Rejection and confusion. We break every curse of the automatic failure mechanism in the families. Back to Adam and Eve and all sides of the family lines, of our family lines. In Jesus' almighty name. All spirits of poverty, discouragement, failure, worthlessness, rejection, get out right now in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits of addictions rooted in rejection, come on out. Rejection from the womb. We broke that curse, you got to leave right now. Come on. Spirits of gluttony, overeating, bulimia, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Anorexia nervosa, binging, addiction, and craving for foods and sweets. Come on, move, 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 move. All the way out. Hurry up. You're just going to get back to the boxes, cages, and caves, demons. We're just going to box you back up again. Come on. All the addictions and cravings for sugar, sweets, cakes, pies, candy. All bondages to alcohol, wine drinking, mockery, straw, (laughs) hangover deception, and stupidity, super spirits. Come on out. All the super spirits, all the addictions and cravings for mescaline, uh, marijuana, THC, acid, speed, angel dust, cocaine, crack cocaine, heroin, Valium, amphetamines, come on, diet pills, barbiturates, tranquilizers, get out, out of the bloodstream, all the poisons that came in too. Alcohol is a poison. That's what they call it intoxication. You're toxic... You're poisoning yourself. Come on, phenobarbital, out of the bloodstream, all mind-altering drugs. Come on, move it all the way out, all the way out, out of God's people. Move right now in Jesus Christ's name. All methadone. Come on, all spirits. Come on, right now in Jesus Christ's name, all the spirits. Break the courses of allergies and multiple chemical sensitivities back to Adam and Eve on all sides of the family lines. Spirits of hay fever, asthma, bronchitis, all spirits in the lungs causing problems of breathing. Sinus and respiratory system allergies. Get out of God's people. Swelling, itching, burning, infection. Come on, infection. Excess drainage. We called you up before infection. Now get out in Jesus Christ's name. Irritation. Out of the lungs, the bronchial tubes, the mouth, the sinuses sinusitis, come on, all the spirits, all the poisons, methane, ethanol, formaldehyde, contaminated blood, out of the immune system, the liver, the endocrine system, the brain and central nervous systems, all the spirits, spirits of hemorrhoids, muscle spasms, cramps, drowning, asphyxiation, choking, smothering, fainting, suffering, swelling, fits, convulsions, and epilepsy. All heart failure, heart attack, heart disease, and the fear of these. Come on out of Jesus Christ's name. All the fear spirits that come in through through the uh, uh, drug advertisements on television. Come on, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Fear of heart attack, fear of cancer, fear of stroke. Come on, all the spirits, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Stroke can come out. Come on, move. High blood pressure, low blood pressure, hyperglycemia, diabetes, hypoglycemia. Come on, move. Gallbladder. Every demon out of the gallbladder. Kidney stones, kidney infection. Come on, MS. All crippling spirits pneumonia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, come on, psoriasis, edema, acne, warts, moles, fungus, all the spirits, by name or by function, we bind you and command you to leave in Jesus' mighty name, bone breaker, all the way out, will against the people, you have to will against them, you've got to want them out, you can't be passive, I bind all spirits of passivity, in Jesus Christ's name, I bind the passive mind, the passive will, passive emotions, I bind you in Command you to leave right now. All the spirits commanded by name, by function. Come on, move, move, move. All the way out. Every demon, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Move it. All spirits will against the people. You do good. Holy Spirit, strengthen our wills. You got two minutes left. Will against them. Will against them. You're doing good. Will against them. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, demons. just going to put you back in enclosures With angels assigned to read to you, with the tormenting light of the Shekinah glory of God, the third heaven that you were kicked out of, so you might as well just leave. Cut your losses and get out in Yeshua's almighty name. Come on, move. Listen to the Holy Spirit, you stupid things. Come on, move, 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 move. All the way out. Uh, you're not stupid compared to us, but you're stupid compared to Jesus, compared to God, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father. Come on, move all the way out. We're no match for you in the flesh, but in Jesus' authority, He has given us that authority over all the power that you have, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. We believe that. Now, come on, move all the way out.
2: Come on, hurry up. Every demon commanded by name by function. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on any remaining
0: Roman Catholic, Roman Catholic spirits, come on, idolatry, Catholic baptism, come on, offer up to Moloch, transubstantiation, black witchcraft, come on, move, all the names of the saints, come on out of Jesus Christ's name, active contrition, all the genuflection spirits in the knees, come on, move, all the way out, religious medals, sacrifice of the mass, come on, scapulas, all the superstition spirits, come on out of Jesus Christ's name, All Mariolatry, Ash Wednesday, come out of the forehead where the third eye is. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. 30 seconds, come on, let's go. We're going to box you up. Hurry up. You might as well just leave, cut your losses and go. Greater is he, the Holy Spirit's in us than your boss who's in the world. Come on, move, 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 move. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out, all the way out, all the way out. Any Halloween spirits, too, that came in through trick or treating and involvement with this wicked day? Come on, move. Idolatry of candy, greed for candy, restlessness. All the spirits, all the occult spirits, vampire spirits, werewolf spirits, lycanthropy, all the demons. Come on, move. Hurry up, move it. Ten seconds. Get out of God's people. Come on, Babylon, move it. Babylon, I know you're there. Now get out in Jesus Christ's name. As Pastor Worley used to say, just go back three or four generations. Everybody was worshiping demons in our ancestral lines. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Sometimes not even that far back. Come on, all the way out. All the way out. Four, three, two, one. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, good job, people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Good job. I know you got some good help tonight. Praise the Lord. And by the way, if nothing happened, you say, well, I tried, but nothing happened. I re- Listen, it took me about three or four or five times before finally something broke for me. After I renounced and believed what I was saying, I had to really humble myself and confess a very, you know, significant but personal area of sin that I really humbled myself in doing and I'll tell you, you do that, get honest you know, an honest engine with the Lord I'll tell you, you will uh, they'll come out because as soon as I did, I'll tell you within a minute uh, they, uh, that Leviathan, that pride was, was, uh, was crushed and uh, starved by the way, we can starve our demons by not sinning in the areas that they're, they're strong in and uh, just make them want to leave Within a minute, as I said, after commanding, this uh, demon pulled down my jaw and started growling and leering out through my eyes, and I, I could, I, I, saw it. I mean, I could feel everything he was doing. He didn't take me over, um, but he definitely was there. And I concluded many years ago now that there was someone else other than me home, and uh, the same thing can happen to you. So don't give up. Just keep on willing against them. Keep on fighting them. Hate them. With a Psalm 139, 21 to 22, Hatred. All right, let's box them up. Father, right now in Jesus' mighty name, everyone, all the listeners, all those listening down uh, down uh, in the future, too. We just, uh, right now at this juncture, just bind every wicked spirit to our authority. We bind every demon from the strong man on down to the lowest demon right power in form. We loose angels and mirrors of numbers to go into us to put every demon in enclosures, six hundred thousand times too small. Squish them in there, angels. Seal these enclosures with the blood of Jesus Christ, our King. And uh, we also pray that angels, we ask that you'll just uh, assign yourselves uh, 24-7 to read scriptures they hate to hear, especially their future torment on hellfire. Uh, show them uh, movie screens of, the, of what uh, hell is uh, like. Let it torment them 100,000 times with they torment us in our family lines. We also um, ask for the Shekinah light of the third heaven shot huge enclosure. They love the occult. They love to be in, remain under cover in darkness. Let them have no darkness. Be bathed in light. Let it burn their their beady eyes. And all they want to do is leave. Next time, the Lord Jesus wants to free us. We also pray that angels of life, health, healing, and restoration will go into us by the bomb of Gilead, the blood of Jesus, and the oil of the Holy Spirit over everywhere where these demons have have left. The ones who have left and and kind of uh, uh, ransacked the place. Uh, in a scorched earth policy, we just pray that you'll heal any areas of our bodies, our souls, our hearts, and around our human spirits where the Holy Spirit and the nature live. We also pray that uh, the uh, precious blood of Jesus uh, will cover uh, all of our properties and possessions of which we are stewards, our families, uh, respective church families, in order that uh, the demons will not be able to uh, hurt us, or come come against us in a a major way and uh, to protect us from any all satanic and demonic backlash. And we uh, just thank you in advance. We give all glory to the Lord Jesus Christ and all magnifying of God the Father and the power of God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. And uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. This is a live broadcast. We have on special guest tonight Pastor John Gogan of Agape Bible Church, and this is going to be available in the MP3 archive and also on iTunes, so if you're just tuning in late, I recommend you start back at the beginning and uh, play it through its entirety. Um, and I want to do something here, Pastor John. Right now I break all hexes, vexes, curses, or spells, or jinxes, sending against Pastor John myself or any believers out there in the name of Jesus command them to go back to where they came from one million-fold. I break all witchcraft attacks. I bind up all evil spirits, all spirits of death, destruction, cancer, infirmity, of heart attack, and any other evil spirits that have been sent against myself, Pastor John, or the believers out there, and I command them to be sent back to where they came from one million-fold. In Jesus' name, I ask God that you put a wall of fire ahead of protection, around the believers, around myself, Pastor John and his family. A wall of fire in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5, apply the blood of Jesus to us. And I ask God that you'd lose warrior angels down right now to go out and stand guard over our families. Right now, I bind the strong man in Teddy. I bind the spirit of homosexuality, and I command you to come out in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. I command all demonic spirits inside of Teddy to engage in civil war right now. Turn on the strong man. In the name of Jesus Christ. And right now, Father God, I ask that you unleash loose burning, judgment, and destruction upon all disobedient and reluctant spirits that fail to follow these commands promptly. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Pastor John, any uh, final parting words? And I want to say, brother, wow, this went by fast. And uh, it's a pleasure every time you come on. I learn something new every single time, brother. Uh, if the Lord tarries, we've got to do about 10,000 more broadcasts for me to even scratch the surface. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I think it was 10,001. You missed one. Disqualified. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding, of course. Um, again, a privilege and an honor um, to do this, to see uh, the captives set free. I'm one of the captives. I've gotten some good freedom over the years. You know, uh, deliverance uh, won't uh, fry your bacon in the morning. It won't, uh, you know, scramble your eggs. It won't put the toast in. It won't uh, button your shirt. Uh, It won't wash your face in the morning. It'll just give you more of your life back so you can do those things uh, better. Now, again, it's only one-third of the, uh, you know, the missing, I, I call it the missing ministry of Jesus. In the church today, by and large, uh, praise God. Some people have have caught the vision, as Pastor Worley said, but it's it's just one third. But I'll tell you, you listen, you miss one third of your of your cake recipe, it uh, ain't going to taste like Mama or Grandma used to make, and that's why it's not everything. And you know, I, I often remind people at the conferences that uh, you know, Brother Shannon, that, that you know. Uh, don't expect it to be everything. First of all, demons are not everywhere. Uh, they're a lot more where you don't think they are. They're there, but they're not everything. The bottom line is sin. The bottom line is not Satan and demons. Because, you know, again, like temptation, it cannot force us to sin. Uh, a demon can never make us do anything. What it does is, you know, uh, t- there's temptations there, either through the world, the flesh, or the devil, and his demons. But we choose and that's where they uh again that opens the barn door for them to come in. So uh sin is the bottom line. Deal with it, say no to it, learn to love uh love the Lord more than you love your sin and to uh use those keys of the kingdom, use the uh the seven weapons Ephesians 6 Paul talks about and uh, the breastplate of righteousness the, Helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, etc., etc. Prayer is number seven, I believe, is the seventh weapon. And I'm telling you, you will see some victories that you will not see with anything else. Listen, we got the Baptists who, and the Evangelicals who love salvation. They're only third gospel. The, we get the Charismatics, uh, praise God, who who have salvation and healing. Uh, Pastor Roy used to say the Baptists and, uh, think they know it all the charismatics think they have it all. And only those of us who are in the full gospel, uh, this missing one-third of Jesus' ministry included, salvation, deliverance, and healing, Mark 16, Luke 10, 31, 32, uh, only we have uh, all that uh, God has given us. And again, that's not because of us. It's not because of anything that we, we deserve. We deserve the lake of fire. But God is gracious to us. He's merciful to us and deliverance will accomplish things in your life that nothing else will because, uh, you know, when it's demon, you can take a a bath in a tub of oil, bath tub of oil, and you're not going to get healed if it's a demonic problem, if it's it's a demonic root, if it's a spirit of infirmity, evil spirit, crippling, arthritic, if it's a cancer spirit, you can pray for healing all you want. Now, God may, the Lord may sovereignly, uh, you know, pull that demon out and, uh, and also heal. Praise the Lord, but, um, you know most of the time in general we got to obey his word and we got to do you know get him saved first and then heal and deliverance now there are some cases where you know pastor Worley would say ninety five percent of our ministry is to Christians who are yet demonized uh hell is still in them uh they're not going to hell, but hell is still in them that came in when they were uh bound for hell before they got saved but um you know the the uh... the reality is that you know it's a process it takes time and deliverance is is uh... you know it's kind of like growing up uh... physically you know you don't just grow up in one weekend now you're suddenly twenty you know it takes days and weeks and months and years and deliverance as pastor Worley is is said often it's it's a lifestyle not a one or two time event so that's about all the words i have
2: Pastor yes, John, um, give, give uh, the listeners out there uh, the dates of the upcoming Deliverance Conference Workshop.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, Brother Shannon, it is uh, the week of September 17th. Uh, it's two weeks from last weekend, Labor Day weekend. Uh, it's a week and a half uh, from, t- from tonight. Uh, we begin at 7 on Friday. We end at about 3 4 o'clock on Sunday, and uh, it is uh, going to be... Uh, another heaven coming down and glory filling our souls, uh, time. And there'll be three opportunities for, for deliverance prayer. There's some great Bible teaching we have lined up. Uh, not because we're great Bible teachers, but just because the Bible is great. And, uh, the Lord is great. And we're just, uh, as I said, I always like to say, one beggar, sh- uh, telling another beggar where to find bread. And, uh, the weekend of September 17th. So pull out the stops. If you're desperate, you'll get delivered. If you're kind of like, well, you know, I really don't have the money and I really, you know, don't have the time and, and, well, I'll just order a tape or two. Listen, you will not get the kind of freedom like you you can get at workshops. There's just a real anointing there. And, of course, with numbers, uh, there's more power. And I'm telling you, it's just a wonderful opportunity to get some help. Also, if you need books, materials. AgapeBible.org, PJServant is my personal email, PJServant. That's Pastor John, PJServant at AOL.com. Servant, as in waiter, waitress, and uh, you can uh, call us also at our church number seven one six six five 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 zero zero eight.
2: Amen. And I want to add, uh, folks, um, very fast shipping when you order from Agape. Order all the Winwarly material; uh, it's literal gold. In your hands, uh, it can set you free, and when you're done, um, you can help others. And I recommend, if God has blessed you, uh, don't buy one booklet. Buy ten. Hand them out to everybody you know. Wouldn't it be great to see a uh, deliverance just break out in your family and across the country? So, uh, again, um, avail yourself of this. It's the, some of the best material available anywhere. God bless you, Brother John, for coming out tonight. Say hello to your wife and... Um, Look forward to some more fellowship, and uh, we're going to have you back on very soon, my friend.
0: Praise the Lord. Again, it is a, such a delight and an honor, and uh, just say goodnight to everybody. And, Brother Shannon, thank you so much for the uh, real privilege for me to be on. It's always a, uh, an honor, as I like to say. And God bless, and, and uh, love you in the Lord. Bye-bye.
2: Praise God. Thank you, Brother. You've been listening to Pastor John Gogan of Agape Bible Church. Folks, another fantastic program. To God be the glory and His Son, Jesus Christ, because if they don't show up, nothing happens. And uh, it's not about words we can speak, but it's about uh, your relationship with Jesus Christ. That's where the authority comes. Uh, That's where the power base is. It's the authority that you have been delegated through the blood of Jesus. And uh, whatever you buy on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And uh, so I appreciate you coming out tonight. Uh, for those of you who are night owls, uh, tune in in about eight minutes. We're going to have Prophet Nathan Leal from Watchman's Cry coming on the program. This is a show you do not want to miss. He's going to be sharing a word of the Lord and a dream that, to my knowledge, he has not released anywhere yet uh, of something so earth-shattering that he literally woke up trembling and shaking uh, and that happens, folks, when God gives you a vision of what's coming. And I didn't uh, want to interrupt Pastor John tonight, but uh, I looked at the clock, and it was exactly 9:11 again. You keep hearing me mention this, just so we have some documentation. Uh, folks, I'm troubled in my spirit. I believe that something is getting ready to occur in this country. I don't know what the trigger effect is, whether it's the, uh, the, the hurricanes off the coast, maybe the backlash from this uh, burning of the Koran. Not that I mind the Koran being burned. It's uh, it's a demonic book. But uh, the point I'm just trying to make here is something bad is upon us. And so uh safest place to be is in the center of God's will. Cover yourself in the blood of Jesus. And uh, that's our refuge. And we don't need to fear. We just need to be um, blood-washed and be watching and praying so we can hear the Lord speak when he tells us what we need to do. Uh, God bless you. I'm going to... Uh, Say good night, and uh, we'll be back in a, a few minutes